You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You're listening to a Countout Podcast. Everybody and welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show that, uh, due to copyright reasons, can't play their hype song live on a stream, so they mute the stream so they can get hype no matter what, because we were, uh, quote-unquote, born for greatness. Speaking of born for greatness, we have, as always, joined by Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing? I'm doing just dandy. I have to work today, so that's great. But I'm working from home, so it's Okay. Uh, hmm. I appreciate that. <laughs> I definitely yeah. got to ask. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Um. Let's see. Let me let me think out loud here. Uh, it's been a long, busy week for uh, us wrestling fans. Last night, uh, I have some thoughts about Rebellion, which mm-hmm. we'll be discussing. I think that's the only show that we're actually discussing. Yep. Um, yeah, like that's yeah. happened. Yeah, that's yeah. happened. Uh. I don't know if everyone knows. I'm pretty hyped about this, you know, big pay-per-view that was announced this week. Um, we'll get to that. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's an exciting time as a wrestling fan unless, unless, unless you're an AEW hater, then it's probably a very tough time for you. And I could, couldn't feel less bad. Yeah. It, it, it's a real tough time if you're one of, uh, one of the – one of the uh, New Japan male fan base, or I guess you know female fan base, because then you got people coming out coming out after you for no freaking reason other than yeah. sexism. I'll say it. I'll say it. I don't care. Sexist sexism. Yeah, is Mr. That's, that's Mr. Podcast. We are. Uh, we're not a sexist podcast. That makes it sound. Like- <laughs> Hold on. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> The type of podcast we are, as in, we'll call out the bullshit. Perfect. We're not. We're not. It's like we need to clarify that. <laughs> uh, what a what a great start to any show. Uh, oh god! How do we get out of this? Well, I, I hope you. I'm glad you're doing okay, Scotty. I'm I'm doing I'm doing pretty dang fine. Last week Today's was, day what? four of six straight days of working. So really. Well, most yeah. most people have five straight days of working, so I guess that's not too impressive. I barely ever work five straight days, let alone six. So, there you know, you. we get there, we yeah. get there, we make it, we live, we survive. Yeah. Um, um, it, wrestling, you know, has helped. I mean, I wish I didn't stay up as late as I did last night to watch Impact, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm prepared. 
Yeah, Impact is not necessarily a show that you want to stay up for, but uh, no, but yet it's almost always the one I do yeah. for this show, and I appreciate it. We'll definitely be talking about Impact Rebellion, which was the show that took place last night. Um, we're gonna talk about uh, New Japan Dontaku Wrestling. Dontaku is happening next Sunday. Um, uh, Cinderella C- Cinderella tournament finals and Stardom will also be happening on Friday. I believe it is the date. Um, there's also a triple A, triple triple mania show. Uh, the Mon- first of three, Monterey, Mon- uh, first Monterey. of three of them happening Montgomery. this year, uh, <laughs> with a very interesting card. I'll be honest. Uh, and of course we're going to, cl- uh, you know, start off our show with some forbidden door talk. It's, a, we, you know, we talked about the possibility of it happening last week and we got it confirmed last Wednesday on AEW dynamite. Uh, that a AEW New Japan Super Show titled Forbidden Door will be taking place in the United Center in Chicago. You know, that city, the city that gets no wrestling shows uh, on June 26th. Um, so you got June 26th, a great birthday for yours truly. The United uh, Center, to in, be exact. In the United Center, yes. The press release. That's important. Press release says that um, uh, bah, 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 uh, moments ago on Dynamite, uh, it was announced that AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling will rent their first ever joint pay per view special this summer. I do like the phrase there, their first ever, hopefully not their last. Uh, special this summer, AWX New Japan Forbidden Door album will be coming later will take place live on sunday june 26th at united center in chicago same place united center where uh, cm punk debuted um this summer fans of AEW new japan can expect the unexpected during this extraordinary first of its kind pay-per-view between our two incredible companies um obari the president of new japan said as we've done for more than 50 years now the power of pro wrestling can energize people by fulfilling their dreams now it's quite an important mission for us, the pro wrestling industry as a whole. We are not only opening this door, we will show you New Japan's genuine strong style beyond the forbidden door. Um, so I am very excited about this show. Scotty, now that it is official official, talk to me. How do you feel about Forbidden Door? Uh, I mean, it's exciting. Anyone that's not excited about it, one, I feel bad for. Uh, two, it's... It's exciting for a number of reasons, I guess, because you know when AEW came came to the came to life, you know there were the problems with New Japan, and they were never going to work together, and politics got in the way, and you know the the original goal had been as AEW was starting, the elite, especially, would try to still be on New Japan shows, and obviously that didn't happen. I mean, Kenny Omega hasn't touched uh, New Japan, for example, since 2019's Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting because now the opportunity is once again there for these things to happen. Um, I feel, you know, some people could say, well, they, you know, the Forbidden Door thing's been going on for a while. You know, Kenta showed up and it's been slowly going on since then. But no, 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 this is this is different. This is now, they are the relationship that Ring of Honor had. We could see a AEW World Championship defense at Wrestle Kingdom someday. We could see that. We could see 
a lot of new things. And just this show kind of guarantees you that hopefully this is going to be a long-standing relationship and that exciting times are on the way. You know, we have this pay-per-view coming. That's great. But this pay-per-view also leads to a certain G1 climax, which is another, you know, aspect of it all that I think a lot of people have been waiting on. And it's just exciting. You know, June 26th is going to be a night where Ryan celebrates his birthday, but also, also a lot of people are going to witness a really, really cool show that could be not only the show of the year, but one of the best shows of all time, depending how the card shapes out. Uh, we kind of, you know, we, we touched on it last week that, you know, there's different ways you can go with this card. Um, and we will definitely see, but I think you and me have our hopes and expectations for June 26th and what comes of this show. Oh yeah, definitely. I think that, I think this is a ginormous show, huge business for both new Japan and AEW. new Japan, you know, since Madison square garden, has been needing to find a way to get back into it. Ring of Honor was obviously not the route there. Uh, and also the pandemic took place. So they've been struggling there. They've been doing great work on Strong on the West Coast. Um, and then we're going to slowly move to the Midwest and also the East Coast of Capital Collision. So they're doing good work of of aggressively going after it, which is something that um, that people forget is that like, Obari, before he became the president of New Japan, he was the guy heading up the Western expansion of New yeah. Japan. So this is something that is obviously important to him. And this is mm-hmm. if there was ever going to be somebody that said, yes, we would like to work with AEW after Harold Meiji, yeah. Meiji, Meiji, whatever. So uh, who cares? He's not there anymore. Uh, after <laughs> him, uh, then it was going to be Obari. And this is the perfect opportunity. Yeah. They need to get that foothold. It's perfect for them. AEW. You're expanding into an international audience. You're expanding into an audience that, you know, a lot of New Japan fans that you sort of alluded to kind of felt, you know, a little betrayed a little bit by the, Mm -hmm. by, by, you know, the elite and all that jazz, which, you know, in hindsight, maybe he's a little foolish. I think they only felt betrayed by Kenny Omega. Yeah, which I I, I understand. I just think it's a little foolish because now, guess what? You can get Kenny Omega. You can have them all back, and you can do all these things. Um, Um, He worked. He did the territory. I don't know how. Well, he could do more stuff, but it's like, come on, man. Let's go back here. I'll bring over a bunch more guys. Why not? I I thought a little bit about this um, part that I find interesting is that, you know, AEW works with a lot of people. They work with DDT. They work with TJPW. So that's cyber fight. You know, that's mm-hmm. competition for New Japan. But New Japan works with Impact. So it's kind of like the same thing, right? It's kind of like the same thing in the sense that they both have different partnerships in those countries. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, the partnership that matters most to both of them are each other which is what matters most. And I think that's what they understand. Cause I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, you didn't mention the big one real quick, which was a uh, AEW partnering with AAA and new Japan partnering with CMLL. Well, that's a huge one. <laughs> the CMLL partnership is like, you know, non-existent at the moment. Yeah. Um, I don't know who really cares to partner with CMLL anymore because they don't have anyone, but anyways, yes. um, 
it's it's good for pro wrestling that all these companies are one working together but willing to let other companies work with other people and not make that a stopping point of these things happening because we've seen that in the past we've seen companies not work together with another because of who they work with with the triple a cmll being a good point just you know obvious and i do think it helps that ring of honor was straight up purchased um yeah i mean i think the, you know the writing was on the wall for a while there yeah but that was one of the main struggles is that AEW didn't want to not AEW, uh new japan didn't want to kind of like betray ring of honor uh, does that mean they didn't want to use AEW's talent? No, it's just that's the way New Japan works. Is they're very uh, they're very loyal. So yeah, now that we're here, we don't have to worry about this anymore. I think this is uh, the start of a long, um, healthy relationship between you know two of the three biggest companies in the world, pro yeah. wrestling wise, yeah. right? And you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other day, like. New Japan's probably already the number three company in the United States overall because strong, strong gets more numbers attendance wise Mm -hmm. than say an impact or they definitely get more than MLW Um, GCW GCW. I mean, that's probably the only one that's in conversation but I don't know. I think strong, and every time they have pay per views, they sell out now. So, yep. Something tells me strong is really that number three, which is probably what their goal was: was get to that number three spot. And it helps that you have a Jay White on every show. Mm-hmm. It helps that you have those talents. And again, AEW is letting you borrow their signed talent. That's one thing you notice a lot with this relationship. AEW is very giving in this one. They're not very giving any of their other relationships. They're not. They are not. We Like, let's be honest here. They aren't giving, you know, we watched Jonathan Gresham get pulled from Rebellion, even though he wrestled two nights before. Mm-hmm. Like, he's fine. Um, and they were giving with impact. I mean, Kenny Omega was their world champion for, you know, however long. Um, but they're very giving with New Japan and really have been for a while now. And that's probably also because the wrestlers want to be in New Japan. Like, we can't overlook that part either. But I do think that matters. I think that does matter that there is a give and take. I mean, Tony Khan doesn't give away big matches, yet AEW, uh, New Japan has already announced Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston for their DC show. And John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi is on the way. So, like, one, if anyone's worried about Forbidden Door not having big matches, don't be that worried. They're giving yeah. away big matches as we speak. Um, on a only the New Japan show. It's not like AEW is going to hold them back. Um, if anything, AEW, knowing Tony Khan and knowing the history of these kind of super show things, he's going to want like big singles matches he's gonna be like we should do this (laughs) they'll have an all-star tag i'm sure but you're gonna have a big singles main event i think i think you're gonna have you know maybe you don't have the iwgp world title and aw world title defended on the same show because that just leads to you know 
nightmares in terms of trying to pick who's the main event and whatnot. But maybe you don't even have a world title match. Maybe you have AEW world champion at the time versus IWGP world champion at the time. Who wins? Yeah, you can book that yourself. I don't need to think about that. I just want to see it. I don't care who wins, right? That's going to be the beauty of this show. And hopefully, for me, long term, this is the kickoff of, you know, kind of stories between the two uh, promotions as well. Yeah, totally. I think that we'll definitely be able to see some of those singles matches. The rumor matches going around right now is is the headliner being Punk versus Okada. And we mm. and, that, and that one's very interesting because it's like, well, you have double or nothing before this Forbidden Door show. So that could be Punk could be world champion, could not be world right. champion. That's very intriguing because everyone dead center thought that it would be uh, Punk would be winning the title there. So that's very interesting. That makes that yeah. double or nothing more interesting to watch. And if you're New Japan fans, you're like, I have to watch double or nothing because I could be seeing a world champion versus world champion match. On the same breath for Okada. He has to defend the title against Naito at Duntaku. He has to defend the title at Dominion. And then he's going to have this show. So he's yeah. in, and I, and maybe Windy City Riot, or not Windy City Riot, Capital Collision. I don't know what's happening there. He's going to be there. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, but whatever happens there, you're going to have these, these ideas of that's a very interesting matchup. We could have champion versus champion, champion versus challenger, just mm. a straight up special singles. Um, you that's know, fine. You could have you could have I don't need things. title matches. <laughs> I think I think we will get a couple of title matches. Yeah, I, do too. I could see them running back like Osprey Mox for the US title. Um if they yeah, really wanted to. That's a good one to do. Um I could see I could see just on the just if Hangman retains, I could see him defending the title. I know you talked about like you don't necessarily see him doing them at all, but I could see that just because you know, I could see AEW wanting to have like another notch in Hangman Adam Page's belt of defeating like yeah. Danielson, Omega, yeah. uh, at that at that point, Punk. Mm-hmm. You know, having that another notch and like, hey, now let's add like another person, like Tanahashi or something. I think, I think if both titles were to be defended. Mm-hmm. I think Khan would know to have. Unless CM Punk's champion, I think Khan would know to have Okada main event. Oh, one hundred percent. We and this is you Okada's know, is a topic. way bigger star than you know. What's Hang funny about this show? What's <laughs> funny about this show is this is kind of something we've talked about like briefly for months now. Mm-hmm. Like not the super show, but certain aspects of what's about to happen here. You know. We talk about who's the biggest name that could appear on an AEW show right now. In the entire wrestling universe, we picked Okada. Easy. Now, Okada is going to be in the United States when Double or Nothing is happening. Just saying. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that weeks ago before mm-hmm. this was even an idea. Which, which Double or Nothing is a month before <laughs> the yeah. show. Sure feels like it's very possible that some sort of big crew for new Japan, you know, kind of superstars, you know, their top guys, yep. someone's probably going to show up. Um, you know, that's two weeks before dominion. So there's no worries there. There's so many fun and exciting aspects to this. Mm-hmm. 
And we're not even talking about matches yet. We're just talking about appearances by New Japan guys on shows. They might send an AW guy to Dominion to, you know, start something up there or further whatever the main event might be. Yeah. Um, that's that's just the exciting part of this. We're going to see a lot of what we've been wanting to see for a couple years now. It's all coming to ahead and i mean now we have cm punk in the equation you know it wouldn't have been as good if it started at the beginning it wouldn't have been well aw's roster wasn't the same no but it, 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 when you say go to the beginning what i thought of is like the madison square garden show where the elite was going to you know that originally would be have there, been better right is like but well would it have been better you would have had the you would have had the elite there you would have had cody you would have had jet well i don't know about yeah. cody jackson's you would have had kenny omega you would have had page but then you also have the rest of ring of honor here you get mm. you get I don't know about Omega definitely not Cody uh, you it get those a- in there you get then a huge way better roster than Ring of Honor has had you get Samo- no, I you can get Samoa Joe you get Danielson you get Punk the show has just gotten way better it took oh, three so years three four years to get here but it's way better than that MSG show immediately well but my point wasn't the MSG show. This is a way better show than if AEW and New Japan did this at the end of AEW's first year. Because AEW's roster, we have to be honest, everybody, it wasn't that good. (laughs) I look back. It's pretty good. I look back at their first couple shows, very, very top heavy uh, promotion roster wise. It was the elite in Chris Jericho. That's pretty much what it was. That was the marketing behind it and then they have just become this incredible roster with former you know wwe guys that were treated wrong and they've leveled up all of their indie stars yeah. to become not yeah not all of them but mo- a good portion of i them mean mjf stars. i care about seeing mjf far more than i did back then yep um you know they have again like you said they have the ring of honor legends the you know the pro wrestling legends they're not ring of honor legends they're pro wrestling legends there's just so many different ways to look here i could see a ring of honor world title match happen on the show mm-hmm. if they wanted to like there is so many exciting just it's it's also exciting anyone that's not excited for this i do feel bad for i do i, I- do I never thought about, you know, when everyone's like pitching their like dream matches for the show, I never yeah. thought about an MJF match. Well, he says he's not going to do it. So, well, yeah, yeah. that's he his said, current thing. But I'm trying to think of funny. like, you know, but let's, you know, that's all cave. Didn't Great Ocon call him out? Ooh. Is that what he, I saw? He, they did tease that slightly, which is very funny that Great Ocon's like, I want MJF's ass. Get his ass over here. I'm going to beat him up. I'm going to Mongolian chop the shit out of him. <laughs> Just the, the sound. Uh, what, what are some of the matches that you were most interested in? Uh, obviously, uh, Punk, well, Punk Okada is probably going to happen. Yeah, it sure sounds like Punk Okada is the main event. That's mm-hmm. that's the uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I think a lot of us are getting, mm-hmm. um, which is... That's your pretty good <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, oh, all the more reason for that to be the you know yeah. main main event. 
Yeah, that's um you know, if we whew, if this show was in time ever. if this show is in Seattle, then maybe we'll have Okada Danielson. That's uh whoo that's a good one. Pretty that's good. a spicy meatball. Um <laughs> I will be very sad. I'll be very sad if Kenny Omega can't be on this show. I will be very sad. I think because, we'll at least get an appearance. I think Yeah. I would have I to mean, imagine. There's a chance. Somehow, after all this, him and Kota Ibushi both missed the show. <laughs> you know how sick and twisted that is? How <laughs> sick twisted the world is for to like come these to this. two are pretty much the half the reason this 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 is the thing, mm-hmm. like in people's brains, and they might not even be on the show. There's probably a good chance Kenny Omega does not wrestle on this show. Based off of you know the very few reports we've got, yeah, Abushi sounds knows? more who, possible than not. Who, but the, who the hell knows? Yeah, this dude barely can lift his arms. Um, I would yeah, love, I mean I, that's my. I would love to see an Adam Page versus Tanahashi match. Um, for a good one. I think I think that's a match that Tanahashi would lose in. That he would he would be okay conceding loss. Politically He's speaking. okay conceding loss to everybody, man. That's true. He, he And also, it's like he is at U.S. title level. He's not world yeah, yeah. champion, so it's not Tanahashi of old. In so their brain, lose. not in our brain. Yeah. In our brain, he's always world title. Which makes Adam Page beating him. Plus, they have history together. Tanahashi They're, was the guy that was like, I want to get Adam Page at a bullet club because I think he is underutilized and better than he, than he, he is. Yeah. He is. He became that. He got out of bullet club. Tanahashi was right. Um, and now he can wrestle him, and I think that would be fun. You know, um, what match people aren't thinking about what's that? The match that Brian Danielson wants more than any that's against Will Ospreay. I feel like a lot of people aren't thinking about it. And if they were to give Tanahashi that title back, mm-hmm. makes you think, you know, makes you think that's very possible. Um, I don't think we get all these matches. I mean, that's that goes without saying. We'll get a couple of tags. Yeah, which is fine. I don't mind tags because tags can be great. You know, we saw it on the Noah show, and listen, AEW's roster is better than Noah's. Um, can I pitch so. you? Can I pitch you a tag? A, a tag, sure. a, not only a tag, but a tag that could potentially do that cross, you know, Dominion run in, you know, all that stuff. Let's let's do six man tag. Okay. Lij versus BCC. Are we talking Naito, Shingo, and Hiromu? Is this the is this the Lij? Okay. Naito, Shingo, Hiromu <laughs> versus Moxley, Danielson, and Yuta. That would be a good all star tag to have. <laughs> That's a pretty pretty. And then you get and I then you get the happen. you get the 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 dragon versus the American dragon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Pretty good, and then Tatsubi Fujinami yeah. runs in. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. I mean that that's a great <laughs> all star tag to have, and it also saves the many Danielson matches that he probably wants in Japan. It leaves um, open a Danielson G one climax. Yeah, which I think is that that's going to be the announcement. Everyone's just like on the edge of their seat for because that's what matters most to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I think Eddie Kingston should get another big match. I think him versus 
He's a tough one. He's a tough Minoru one. Minoru Suzuki, maybe? I, that seems like a match he'd enjoy. Well, did hasn't he already done that? No. I feel like... Why do I feel like he has done that? I swear he has. <laughs> um... Hmm. Eight. I swear he's done it recently. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. The, the problem is there's not a. I could see FTR challenge for the tag titles. Where's what is Jericho doing? I don't fucking care. Jericho Appreciation <laughs> Society ten man tag. Hopefully, fucking missing this show. No, he's he's 100 gonna be on this show. Um, they could do him versus or. Jericho Society against... That's an easy 10-man tag right there. I don't know. Probably a bunch of fucking guys. <laughs> what about what about uh, Jericho Society versus... The Noru, Lance, um, you know, Suzuki-Goon. Yeah, I think that would work. Zack Sabre Jr. Cool. Ooh, Zack Sabre Jr. and, and Taichi. And then you that get could, that could work. You get Daniel Garcia, Zack Saber Jr. in there. Yeah, that could work. Um, um, he he's only faced Eddie Kingston's only faced Minoru Suzuki in tag matches. I've just decided I want FTR versus Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb. Oh man, that'd be good. I very much want that. That'd be very unless good. they give the te- unless they feel like giving the titles back to Techers, which would also be very good. Like mm-hmm. there's, um, I think FTR deserves a big match. What the f- Okay, so now we have to figure out this already teased Bullet Club undisputed elite nonsense. Yeah. That's important because that is already the first angle being teased. That is true. You got you got Jay White, Adam Cole aligned. Buddy Buddy. Buddy Buddy aligned up again, of course, with part of me. With Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Part of me. Okay, so I have a few thoughts on this. Could be Bullet Club versus Undisputed Elite. That's definitely a possibility. Uh, could be Adam Cole versus Jay White. I think that's a possibility. Not a, p- a lot of people are talking about. I think that could be where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of time to make that switch too. Um, but if you did, if you did uh, Elite versus Bullet Club, who who's on the Elite side? You get Young Buck, sure. Well, undisputed elite. So you have the okay. two uh, dragons, and the the red dragons. Sorry, and then you have um, Jay White, Adam Cole, and then on the other side you'd have Jay White versus Jay White. Probably not Gals and Anderson. Thank God. <laughs> well, maybe they are. Part well, by of then it. their contracts might be up too. Yeah, it would um, actually probably be them. <laughs> yeah, great, awesome. Chris Bay, maybe. That and then toss another guy in there. No, it's not, but it's very much like the possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that makes sense. House of Torture. Where where do we put House of Torture? Where do we on this put show? House of Torture in the Rambo? Of course. I don't think there's going to be a Rambo. It's going to be a casino. If there's yeah, anything, it's going to be a casino. Chicago um, known for their gambling. No, you know there won't be a Rambo. They see Evil as one of their. Big, I mean, he's a big star in New Japan because they sell shit ton of merch. Um, well, we'll just do an e- uh, a well, hot a hot ten you, man. You know what they did really well though is that they did the uh, Noah and the New Japan show did the House of Torture stuff really well when uh, Shiozaki and Ki- Kitamiya beat them. Oh yeah, yeah, I really like so that. Just do that again. 
Yeah. Just do something like that again. Do Swerve and Keith Lee. Yeah, man. I mean, I'd have Swerve and Keith Lee higher on the card, but I'm being a realist here. Like, that could work. What about this? What about this this sexy tag match? This sexy 10-man tag match that everyone and their mothers would be excited about. Ready? (laughs) Ready? Strap in, folks. Get the seatbelt on. Clicked in. Here we go. Hot versus Jericho Appreciation Society. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. We got Evil. We got Show. We got Dick Togo. We got uh, two Hope other guys. Evil Squash is the Jericho Appreciation we got Society. Jericho Appreciation Society. So you got that Jericho Evil, which, you know, has got a little bit of history. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure does. Is that as sexy as Suzuki Goon? No, it's, I think that's it's not definitely, nearly as... It's definitely hotter, though. It's definitely hotter. You, sure. can, you cannot deny that. You cannot deny that it's hot. Um, I have negative excitement for anything <laughs> Jericho Appreciation Society. So I just I mean, want Swerve and Keith Lee on this show. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of interesting things about that. And I think overall, this Forbidden Door Super Show has... I mean, it's in June, you know, late June. Yeah. It's April right now. We're two months away. We yeah. got, we got double or nothing. We got. It's very th- close, though, all things considered. It's yes, like, but we got Dontaku, a month from this weekend. We got Dominion. We got Best of the Super Juniors. New Japan's got a lot of shit to get through to get to this show. AW has oh, sure. double or nothing, and and Owen, I guess, whatever that's going to be. Um, when is? fighter fest fighter fest what uh, is that usually what time of year uh, i want to say it's june but i don't recall if it's late june or early june i believe it's late it's june. probably june you know if you type in fighter fest in the cage match you get nothing actually um let's see aw fighter fest uh it has been held in uh the first one was held june 29th all the other ones have been held uh in july like oh, first, second, okay. third week of July. So never mind. So July okay, be, July. It would be after this show. Um. Okay. So take it back. Take it back Doesn't now, exist. y'all. Um. One hop this time. Um, uh, but I'm very intrigued about it. I think. Yeah. Uh, How many matches do you think are on the show? Uh, you'll get your classic six, seven, eight. How many women's match? No way, dude. AEW AEW pay-per-views are at least 12 matches long. Yeah, yeah we'll probably get a we'll probably get a pre-show. Probably definitely yeah. pre-show. Um okay. Now we'll here's get, the question. Yep. Do we get a women's match on this show? Or do they just completely astu- uh, not involve them? Well, if you're going by Mr. Cheese Flyer, then you're gonna going to assume that there's gonna be no women whatsoever and that the women's bathrooms will be turned into men's bathrooms. And and all that jazz. Um, that guy's a freaking idiot. Um, I, I think there's definitely gonna be women's matches. Uh, a little bit of women's I, title match. I, yeah, I think we'll probably we're definitely gonna get you know an AEW women's title match. I think we'll get a TBS title match. You know, as much as I would like to see star wrestlers on there, it's still and you know there is here's the thing that it is you know stardom is not on the table as it's said by Meltzer. Stardom has a pay per view the same day. So, you know, we're not expecting anyone. 
you could yeah. still send over one person over. You could still send Saya Ida over to face Thunder Rosa. You know, and that's not going to hurt your pay-per-view numbers. But yeah. it would be it would be um, an interesting thing for this card. So, you know, there's still something you could do. Yeah. But I, I don't necessarily expect it, I guess. Um, yeah, I get some I get some thoughts. I wrote a whole article out about this. Still hasn't released, but that is not my problem. Well, then we'll get this inside uh, scoop here on Ring Post Radio. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the way I look at it yeah. is because this was a big topic um, on Joshi on Joshi Twitter uh, the day after. This was a very big topic. It mm-hmm. was it was the those that were for and many that were against. And I think the best way to look at it is Stardom is going to do what is best for Stardom. That's all they do. They never do things that hurt them anymore, right? They're not bringing in the greenest of green talent to fill out their undercard. And there's reasons for that, obviously. But if they want to send Julia over for a big show, one, she's going to make a lot of fans by the end of that show Mm -hmm. because she's Julia, takes an entrance in her one match to do that. Um, and you mean and you mean Julia Hart, right? Get out of here! No, I never mean Julia Hart. Forgot she existed <laughs> until you brought her up. Um, <laughs> the thing, and if they want to do it, they can. They're not focused on United States expansion. That's not what they're focused on right now. They're focused on which they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. No, no, it's not. They're focused on expanding through the rest of Japan. Which is succeeding. They are selling. You know, they have. They sold out Kobe, which is Dragon Gate territory. Yes, uh, Saturday. Um, so that's a good start. Like they're doing the things that they need to do before even thinking about the United States. Uh-huh. However, it's not a bad thing to send over one wrestler for one match if that's what you want to do. To miss Mayu to Yuta- miss one show. Right. There's a very good chance Mayu Yutani is winning the SWA championship. If you want to go send her over and defend that on part of this show, mm-hmm. who's going to say no? She's probably going to win. She's not going to lose the SWA title to an AEW wrestler. And she could get a really good match out of whatever wrestler she were to face. So that's kind of the way I'm looking at it now is yeah. Instantly as a starting thing, like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. Because you know, if you remember the Makito stuff, she, she got over, she, you know, she got big fandom whatsoever, but you know, there's the gross fans out there that were very rude. And that's like the cornet aspect, which, you know, you never want uh, wrestlers that you enjoy to have to deal with such stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if they want it, they probably can, you know, they probably can have it. But uh, I think it's it, it's okay either way because Stardom's doing what they're doing. They have a pay-per-view that day, which everyone yeah. knows. So I, it's I, fine. I, I'm in the camp where if a Stardom wrestler shows up on the show, I don't think we're getting a Stardom match. But if, I, if, if a Stardom wrestler no. shows up on the show, that is a very much pleasant surprise. Yeah. I'm not expecting it. I don't no. think... 
I understand why people were expecting it, but also it's like just because they're owned by the same company doesn't mean that you know they're going to bring starting people over. Right. I would expect a TJPW wrestler instead of a stardom wrestler. Well, that would be very interesting. Like, what? Imagine if we saw like a TG, TJPW wrestler on this show. Yeah. Imagine if we saw Takeshita on this show. That would be very It'd funny. Be odd. I think Takeshita has a chance to be on the show. I think he could be part of an All Star tag. Ooh. Maybe he's the the on the elite side with the young bucks. No, that'd be pretty good. That'd be really inter- uh, very entertaining. That would be fun. He makes his uh, AEW return officially on Dark this week. Dark Elevation. Yes. Also Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> Again, yeah, Suzuki versus QT Marshall and uh, yeah. Takeshita versus Cutler. Get ready. Strap I'm in, sure, folks. I'm, I'm sure Cutler did real well in that match. I'm sure he had a lot of offense. He's a great flunky. He's a fant- He's one of he the is. top 10 flunkies. Um, I'm interested to see where that goes. But yeah, that's that's uh, Forbidden Door is exciting, huh? Yeah, I'm super excited about it. Uh, I When I saw the announcement, uh, I uh, constantly pitched uh, the date and, and everything to my girlfriend, or now fiance, um, uh, because it is my birthday. And so yeah. I was like, hey, you know, who, man, you know, we, this yeah. this man what a, what a great date that is huh isn't it oh yeah so you know we're, we might be putting some money money aside just in case i'm thinking about going i i may or may not have put a google calendar uh notification uh for the day on the, may 6th <laughs> the uh, may 6th the day the tickets yeah. go on sale i'm gonna i'm gonna look um i'm very tempted yeah, we should go, and then we can do a, a live ring post radio uh, That'd be sweet. during the event. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be hilarious. I I really want to go. Um, I one I've always wanted to go to Chicago, but I want to start going to these big shows. Um, Me too. When I say big shows, I mean mostly AEW shows. But I'm like, oh yeah, I, this is probably going to be a time I'll just send myself to WrestleMania when the tickets are two for one for like ten bucks. Yeah, which happens now. Um, but that's that's the new thing I want to do uh, is go to big shows. And I think as a ring post radio, it would probably be good if uh, we started doing that. Just saying, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure AEW will be back there. You know. The two months later or whatever three four they'll be back there for out. fighter fest <laughs> yeah no shit um so there's always you know other chances but this is this is a big show i mean it does sound like this is the first of many so it's not like hey if you go you miss the one super show these two companies will ever do yeah um but it is the first so that's exciting yes uh i think this is huge this is ginormous i could see the second one being better than the first one though like that's oh, yeah. kind of like yeah I, you know these you knew they have a card set already mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they've come to agreement on and i think if cm punk is facing kazuchika okada how do you how do you do that title match um if it if it is punk challenging okada for the iwgp title and that and punk's not champion or anything yeah you know punk's losing i think yeah. punk, punk gets Punk it, but how do you have him? I guess he, I mean, he's CM Punk, so he can lose and just be like, Yeah, I'll fight Okada. Punk has already lost in this company to MJF, uh, so it's not, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, that he did lose, he did lose that match, he did little shenanigans, but he did lose. But so, him losing to literally the best in the world currently, 
Okada. You know, that's yeah. You know, I, I think Punk will be. No, I think, he could definitely no. lose to Okada. It was the Hangman part. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah. If Punk whether or not Punk wins a double or nothing. Yeah, it's like it's like. Do you have him lose and then just be like, yeah, I'll, I'll fight for the IWGP World Title. I I could. It's see a that. month apart. I could see. I that. could too. I could it's totally just like that. it's funny to think about. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm I'm very intrigued. I'm very intrigued by all of this. Every 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 New Japan and AEW show is now like big show is like a now must watch yeah. between now and yeah. June 26. Uh, uh, it's kind of a must watch, anyways. Oh, one hundred percent. It's but. it's such a much watch that you and I are considering going live. Yeah. Um. And Dude, I wish I wish I was going to this week's Dynamite just for Cash versus Dax. <laughs> God, what a match that is! Can we talk about that real quick? What a yeah. match that that That's like. Really, I saw. I that read. Could be. I read somewhere that uh, FTR been pitching that match for a while, and, and Tony Khan's like, "I don't know. Let me think about it." And then he came back to it. I was like, "Guys, let's do it. <laughs> we got the match ready. I got. You. I made it make sense." Oh God, I can't. He did. That. They didn't make it make sense very well. And I did. You see the teaser for that video? I have not. Cool. Oh, there's a video of like them talking about the match and why it matters so much to them. And it's really good. It's gonna be part of the uh, road too. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, which I can't wait for, they do those so well. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that one. I'm ex- I'm very excited for that match. I'm more excited for that match than I'm excited for Kazuchika Okada versus Tetsuya Naito. Well, well, I mean, let's uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about New Japan Wrestling Dontaku happening. Oh, we're gonna end with the highest of highs, I guess, with Rebellion at the end of the show. <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll see how I get to. Uh, Wrestling Dontaku happening next Sunday, May 1st. Uh, obviously, be happening before Ring Post Radio goes live. So whether or not we watch it live, I guess we'll figure that out on the on the. I'll day. try to see the main event or yes. a match. I'll try to see a match. Yes, maybe I we'll start. Watch. Maybe we'll start at 10. 10. Yeah. Well, it's to get, a, get, a, get a, a match or two in there. The uh, last two. Well, let's first. talk about it. First match, <laughs> obviously. First match, 30-minute time limit. Tatsumi Fujinami, Shingo Takagi, and Hiromu Takahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr., Taichi, and Takamichinoku. Tatsumi Fujinami, LIJ confirmed? Nope. <laughs> um, shout out, Taka. Congrats on getting the pin. Fall. <laughs> As in, you lost. Uh, There's clear reason for there. <laughs> Um, I'm actually looking forward to this. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that's a fun little opener. Bingo also is uh, challenging for the the stupid cup tomorrow. By the way, the trophy. Yeah, whatever it's called. The King of Pro Wrestling title. Yes. Did they? Did we figure out the results of that? Uh, did they figure uh, the results of what that match is going to be? Give a shit. <laughs> there we go. Uh, let's see. Can I? Can I see it? Can I see? They're it both absurd. Um. Oh wait, this is why I can't. Oh god, I can't. Uh-oh. It's okay. It's not. It, no, it's fine. Right. I found, it's it. Fine. I found it. I found it. But it, it's, all right, well, one. Uh, it doesn't say. Vote on it. It'll oh, say. there's also a, there's also a six man tag uh, never open weight match. Yeah, Tanahashi's teaming with God mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for tag titles. Uh, for the six man tag. Anyways, that's not important. What a world. Six second man second match. Special singles match, Tangaloa versus Yujiro Takahashi. All right. 
I think Tongaloa Tongaloa has gotten a little bit better. I think. Nah, he's bad. <laughs> he's bad. I expect Yujiro to carry him to a Yujiro to carry him. Apps Tangaloa is terrible compared to Yujiro. I rather Yujiro than Tangaloa. I expect a nice two star match. <laughs> that's that's the ceiling you're giving them. Not going. I'm not going to watch it, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Fair enough. Third match on the card: IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match. This is, of course, your 69th champion, six or nine, Rusuke Taguchi and Master Wato. Their second defense against Yoshinobu, Kanemaru, and Doki. I really want Doki to be a champion. That's all I want more in the world. Well, you might get it. Probably not, but you might. Probably not. I think I think this has potential to be a uh, pretty good match. I think Doki is always underrated. I think always like people look at his name and think he's ridiculous, but it's actually he's actually pretty good. Kanemaru, pretty good tag cha- tag champion, pretty good tag uh, team player. Pretty Master Wato, Taguchi's obviously also in the same boat as Kanemaru, uh, and Wato is Wato. Uh, he's he's gotten better, mm. not still not great. I, in my opinion, but he's gotten better. If he was great, then he would probably have been IWGP junior champion by now. Good so. point. Uh, so I think this would be a nice little nice little junior heavyweight tag. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, probably not. It probably, you know, six or nine will probably win, but, uh, you know, be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be. <laughs> and still. Going to be tweeting out a hashtag picture, hashtag and still, <laughs> and there's a whole graphic behind them. Uh, no. I don't think New Japan cares too much about that. Fair enough. Uh, IWGP Tag Team Championship. It's a three-way this here. This match is ass. <laughs> what is the line? What's the line, Scotty? It's a box. Two packs of ass? I was going to say a box of ass. <laughs> <laughs> I killed him. Oh. I killed him with that. A box. Hey, oh, I got a couple boxes of ass hey, over here. A couple boxes of ass. Oh, I- Oh, how many, many boxes of ass would you like? Oh, I've been moving boxes of ass all day at the factory. Tony D'Angelo just took over the podcast. <laughs> boxes of ass. Um, <laughs> uh, this would be a triple threat here. We got your 93rd champions, Jeff Cobb and Great Khan of the United Empire, uh, defending their titles against the team of Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto. And I wish the match stopped there. Great point. And the team of Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens. That's so bad. <laughs> bum, bum, if the champions don't retain them, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, ch- champions are 100% retaining on this. I don't know why Bad Luck Fale. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's it, my Mongolian chop. It <laughs> sounded like Julia Child. Um, that's Does that a reference anyone gets? Probably not. It's uh, Julia Child, Miss Piggy are very similar. <laughs> can can Grino Khan just do that? Hoy! <laughs> he just does Miss Piggy. Hoy! <laughs> I just choked myself with this fucking wire. <laughs> Alright, continue. Never open weight championship match. Tamatonga challenging evil uh for the never open championship match guys this is actually ryan's boy howdy match of the week <laughs> this isn't my boy howdy match of the week but sure i is. am in the boat that this match was pretty good in the new japan cup 
Um, I actually you gave thought, it like seven stars. I didn't give it five or seven stars. I gave it. I don't even remember. What I gave. It. I gave it four at least. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was yeah, fantastic. It tells you all you need to know, folks. <laughs> I don't think this is going to be as great because uh, you know that that was that match was more special because it was Tomatonga's like real turning moment. Um, but uh, this this uh, I, you know I think I think we're going to get evil winning here. I think we're just, well, I don't know. We could get Tomatonga winning here, but I think we'll probably have Evil winning here. This is a pro hot podcast. Yeah. How's the torture all the way, baby? Mm-hmm. Uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. El Desperado versus Taiji Shimori. I think this is going to be a really good match. Yeah. Ishimori, yeah. to me, has a, uh, I'll say a, a Tamnakano issue uh, where it's like they could be the fuck <laughs> they can ha- they can put on really good matches but if they don't necessarily care the match will be kind of underwhelming all right I'm with you I'm with you I was I was very confused for a second there I was like whoa time out it's also one it's of al- these rest it's also a Randy Orton thing as well <laughs> I was like one of these wrestlers is like very story based and very emotional in their matches, and the other one is very much Taishi Shimori. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That being said, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, you, you. You reeled me in. Mm-hmm. You, you, you cast the rod, and I was like, "Nah, man, don't." I don't know about that. And then you, then you're like, "No, no, I got it. Mm-hmm. Reeling it in." Mm-hmm. If you, if you guys were watching the video, I'm literally he's reeling it in. He, um, he pulled out a fishing yeah, rod. Or, it was weird. Oh, my God. I just smashed the shit out of my microphone. Anyways, this match should be good. El Desperado wins. Yeah. El if El Desperado doesn't win, that'll be the wrong choice. Yeah. We got to we gotta save him for the eventual El Lindemann match. So we get the L's versus, L's versus L's. The versus the. IWGP US Heavyweight Championship match. This title, of course, is vacant after Sonata was forced to vacate the title. So it is going Classic. to be challenger versus challenger. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Will Ospreay. Do you know the photo they're using? Has Tanahashi holding the belt. <laughs> I noticed it the other day when I was doing the preview for the show. I was like, what What? What happened here? That must Ooh. be some sort of error on someone's part. Yeah, it's definitely an error. It's not, it's not a sign. It's literally just probably an error. Uh, I think Ospreay wins. I do too. I do too. Why do you think Osprey wins? Uh one, I don't think we should just keep playing hot potato with Tanahashi in the title. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that would be weird to keep doing. Unless you want to give him a real reign, then don't do it. I think that's kind of where I'm at mentally. Also, um, I'm sure they want to give Osprey something. He has this current story going on where he's getting screwed by new japan so either we see the continuation of that or he finally gets a win because you can only make him lose so much right Right? yeah before he finally you know flips the flips the switch i mean he was probably gonna face sonata for the title here anyways yeah and i did not i mean sonata could have beat him because Sonata just won the title but i think osprey wins i would put the title on osprey I think that also makes it more interesting down the line for Forbidden Door. He's also going to travel to the U.S. more, so. Correct. Uh, he's going to, I mean, Tanahashi will as well eventually, but I think Osprey is more interesting of a yeah. champion holder for me. 
Yeah. Um, also, I, I, Moxley versus Tanahashi does not need the title. No. No, it does not. Whereas we could also, you know, wherever, the, wherever Moxley Tanahashi happens, probably Capital Collision would be my guess. Doesn't necessarily need the title. Um, you're, I did not think about the whole storyline with Will Ospreay and referees. That's been mm. happening for about a month or two. Um, he was screwed. Damn it! How do you? How do? What is the resolution to that story? He just wins a match. I mean, how do you resolve that story with that? Uh, just, uh, I don't know. There's like I don't know. How do you? How do you resolve that story? It's just he wins a match. I think that's it. Um, unless you make it unless the ref unless a referee's decision is not needed for a match, like a like a Texas Death Match or something. Hmm. Hmm. Versus John Moxley. Hmm. Interesting. Tanahashi wins the title. Tanahashi wins the title here. Faces yeah. Moxley at Capital Collision and loses the title right. to Mox. Then Mox's Mox challenges Osprey for the title. They need they need that title so badly to have a real reign. Yes. They, that's what they need. They need it in they need it in Japan, honestly. That ti- that title has not had a real reign yet. Mm. Moxley's doesn't count. Barely. That title was just collecting dust in his house for like fucking a year before they're like, Yuji Nagata, get your ass over there. That's exactly um, what they said. Um, Omega's title reign. The Omega's title reign was pretty good. That was, but it. that was also like the first title reign. That was the first title reign of that title. So it's you know it's, didn't really mean too much. Yet. Jay White beat him, and then and then Juice beat him, and Thank then you. Cody beat him, and, and then, then Juice, Juice beat, beat him, him, and then Mox beat him. Then Lance Archer won it. Yes, and then Mox beat him, and now we're here. And then, and then so what? Hold on. When did how did Sonata get it? He beat Tanahashi. Oh yeah, because Tanahashi beat Archer. Yeah, who at, beat Moxley? Who beat Moxley? Tanahashi beat Archer. Oh, and then Tanahashi lost to Kenta, and then Tanahashi beat Kenta, and yep. then Tanahashi lost to Sonata. Jesus Christ! We need to chill out with this freaking title. You got to You need to establish it as your number two title. Yeah. Stop having it. Jump around. I mean, the Sonata thing's not their fault. The pan- even give them pandemic's that. not their fault. No, 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 not that either. But let's get a let's get a nice solid uh, 180 plus day actual title reign. Yeah, and I think putting in a Will Osprey would be a good move there. Um, but we'll see. I, I, I'm very I'm very intrigued to see the result. I, I think more than any other match, I'm more most intrigued to see this match. Not only because Will Osprey has been having a great year again, uh, but I think this result is the most interesting result of this entire card. It's time for the main event. IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match. Kazuchika Okada versus Tetsuya Naito yet again. Um, Okada wins. Duh. I think it will be a very good match. (laughs) What more do you want from me to preview this match? We've previewed this match like four times now. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's going to be good. It's going to be better than the cup match. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what they're going to do to follow up their title match, which I already thought was really good. I don't know what they can do. 
They did the Stardust press. What else do you want them to do? It's the same thing. Do you want Tadashi? Do you want Naito to win? (laughs) I was going to make the same exact joke that I did a couple weeks ago on the show, which is, like I said, Okada does the Stardust press. Yeah, that's 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 where we're leaning. That's where we're going at this point. At this rate, come on, man. Maybe Naito wins and Okada's actually challenging for the AEW World Championship. Ooh. Swerve. <laughs> no, not Strickland. No, not, not Strickland. Strickland. I'd love if it was Strickland. Swerve but, versus Okada. I mean, you you wouldn't hear you wouldn't hear a word out of me mm-hmm. that 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 said anything but let's fucking go. Let's put Swerve in the best of super juniors. And then we can put Let's put Swerve in every tournament ever because he's the best. Swerve. I want to share my Swerve take that I've been tweeting out this week. That you know, not not everyone must my side, but I want to say it. There's a reason I think Swerve is one of the best in the world, and it's because he wrestles the same way, no matter the crowd size. I think that's important. He gives the same effort. No matter if the crowd is a hundred people or thousands, that's why he's great. I just want to put that out there because I think I think the difference between him and say certain other wrestlers that only go all in for their you know big big matches. Mm-hmm. That's why every match for him, in my opinion, I have to see. I watched him wrestle a dark match against. I don't even remember who it was against. Now I have to look. Um, it was against Aaron Solo and Nick Comorado. Yeah. It was him and Keith Lee. And I had to watch it because guess what? They did this, they did their uh indie finisher, which is the uh power bomb stomp, and it's just fantastic. And I'm like, you know, these this guy, he's so good. I hope AEW knows that. Swerve is just fantastic. He he is undeniable. He shows up and you know it's a big deal. I think I think Swerve has. You'll probably agree with me on this point, but I think Swerve is potentially the best of the past of most of the past year, past six months of AEW WB signings. I think Swerve is the best one. I agree. He was he was the one that I said he is the must. He's the final must sign. Yeah, it has to be him. Um, and I mean his his start hasn't been the fastest, but I mean him. He is having great matches with Team Taz, and like that's my favorite feud going right now. Me too. They haven't really kicked off Hangman versus Punk yet, so that's also the reason. But yeah, they're just like, "Hi, how you doing?" And then they walk by each other. And that's my favorite feud, and I think it's just because all four are really doing great work. But yeah, I wanted to get my swerve thing in there. Wrestling Dotaku, though. Uh, Okada wins. Yeah, and maybe, you know, obviously we're going to be getting, you know, the best of the Super Junior participants announced. I think we'll yeah. definitely be getting AEW, so maybe it's swerve. Who knows? Um, but I think we'll definitely be getting an AEW person just because we've <laughs> formally publicly made the announcement known about their partnership. So why not? Have a AW we're going to get the one man nobody wants. If Noah is going to be having uh, American wrestlers, then I think New Japan can have American wrestler and Super Juniors. Uh, I you think we'll that? get some strong guys. I think we'll get El Lindemann. Sorry, you had a point. We're going to get the one AEW wrestler that no one wants to see right now in Best of the Super Juniors. 
Sammy Guevara. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's my time to shine, and it's my time in the spot, and then I'm gonna do this thing. I would actually be like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> no, I don't. What th- are we doing? I don't think we'll get Sammy. I think I think to me the best AEW person that would make the most sense would probably be like Jungle Boy. Probably be like Darby. I think Darby is the most, honestly, the most possible just because he's also the most available. He just finished, he doesn't have a title on him and he just finished a rivalry. Swerve would Give be awesome. Star- Starks would be awesome. Phoenix would be great. I, they're not going to, they're not going to present Starks or Swerve as a junior. They're not. I think they, it would be great. I, they're in the Zack Sabre Jr. realm of, yes, they could fit it, but they're not that level. I get that. I don't well then I would say that would applies to Phoenix as well. But Phoenix isn't gonna challenge the world title. You can't say Phoenix is less popular. No, I think Phoenix is amazing. Starks. Phoenix is the best luchador in the world. Yeah. But I I don't know. I they, I, I don't necessarily know what they see yeah. out of Phoenix long term. I think we'll get also he could probably do it if he wanted if he wanted to. He did yeah. Tony Khan would be like Sure. Sure. Got nothing for you right now. <laughs> Haven't had you for months anyways. I think uh L Lindeman, just because it's been teased. Um uh, from Elite. Uh I think we'll probably get some strong guys. Maybe a Clark Connors in there. I think that would be like very good. Maybe maybe Tom Lawler. I think he there can I mean he's open weight, so maybe they consider him in that. Ren the Rita. Uh, maybe, maybe if I they think. wanted to end his excursion. Possibly. Possibly. Which I think he is very much overdue for. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone from CMLL? We'll get we'll get uh, your classic Volador Juniors and Teton. Uh, your classics. Bandito. Bandito. Dragon Lee. I want Dragon Lee from AAA. So fucking bad. So man. here's the thing I now, want right? Dragon Lee so bad. So Dragon Lee was CMLL. And then yeah. he and then he was Ring of Honor affiliated. Now he's AAA, and now I'm, and that's where my concern lies. Same thing of Bandito is AAA now. Someone just tell New Japan that CML is not going to give them anything. So maybe we'll get um uh what was his name El Barbarino Cavarino or something, Caveman yeah. Caveman Barbarian. Awesome, great, sick wonderful i don't know so i think there's definitely some possibilities but we'll get announcements about that also with Duntaku. so that'll be an interesting talking point for next week and i'm very Ooh. excited about it i love the best of super juniors big fan of the show well big fan of the no you haven't you haven't loved it we barely talked about it <laughs> this past one best of yeah, super yeah it's there yeah we barely talked about usually like, yeah we didn't talk we didn't talk about it last year the show didn't exist last year what are you talking about the best of super juniors happened at the end of last year that was a tag tournament. It happened at the same time. Haromu won. He beat Yo. This is embarrassing, man. That did happen? It did, and you're like, ah, I don't care. Then why is this one separating it out? Because this is back to its normal time. Mm. Well, as, uh, in my defense, I'm not watching World Tag League. <laughs> You didn't have to watch World Tag League. They were different shows. <laughs> oh, man. I've been found out. I've been caught red-handed. 
Oh, man. I've been caught red-handed like Drea and Survivor. Listen, Tag League's two packs vast. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That thing stinks. Oh, close to a full full box. <laughs> Very close to a full box. Stinks. How many packs of ass can you put in a box? I don't know. It depends how big the ass is. Or the box. Or the box. <laughs> um, let's move on to... Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to... Impact Rebellion. Speaking oh, of New fuck. Japan partnerships, we'll what, probably what a, we'll probably see Chris Bay. <laughs> we'll probably see Chris Bay in the uh, Best of Super Juniors. Starts starts with AEW and New Japan's Forbidden Door event and the possibilities of that, and then and then we go to Wrestling Don Taku in the Fukuoka Dome or wherever it is. <laughs> And now we talk about Impact Rebellion, the the one promotion that has the worst group of fucking fans at every single one of their shows. No, no, no. I need to talk about this, Ryan. How do you sell out a show and you have a crowd that's just fucking abysmal for every good thing that happens on the show? But no, if we have a tag team gauntlet, oh, baby, let's get excited for that. That match sucked. Now that sucked. But no, you know, the X Division match was to be like, yeah, that was good. That was the best match on the show, everybody. I don't know. I'm so sick of Impact fans. I don't get it. I don't get it. Who goes to these shows, by the way? Who goes to these shows? Mm. They're not diehard fans. They're not diehard wrestling fans. Can't tell me they're casual fans. I don't want to talk about that either. Who is going to these shows? They just see, oh, we're in Poughkeepsie. I guess it's time for me to go to Impact. Who the hell says that? Impact should go to like a real location for once. Like if they are for Slammiversary, go to Nashville. That's a real location. Go to real locations. Change the way your show looks, by the way, because holy shit, it's looked the You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill same for way too long you have good wrestlers change it up and get some new fans while you're at it impact rebellion sold out crowd that's a shoot sold out crowd. yeah you, you wouldn't believe it sold out completely uh they have a taping the next day 
And general mission, they don't. General mission just is like seats. So there's not uh, and Ticketmaster is not like uh, seats made available. The seats are available like there, but it's not on the ticket map. Uh, so that's you know it's hard to tell. But in the seats that are available, uh, only of a there's 488 of those, and only 182 of them have been sold. Only a quarter of them. So you're you you're bringing up a point. Goes on it. Uh, I think so. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't quite remember. They should have had them be in the tag. Oh, they were part of the GCW show. At least they should have just had them win the tag titles. It, it. They. But I think you're the point you're trying to also make here is that like who is going to these Impact Rebellion shows? Sold out crowd, and then literally a quarter, a fifth of the peop of the turnout at the television taping the next day. You're almost still, guaranteed still on a the television tapings to be better, by the way. Yeah. Half the time, they're just more entertaining shows. I mean, these pay-per-views, yeah, they're going to give you one or two great matches, but they're also going to give you the long fucking slog in the middle that they always do, whether it be a battle royal or a mystery match. Like, their mystery matches are terrible. Well, let's talk about the main event, which I think was fantastic. I thought, it was, a really I thought good it was very good. Took me a little bit to get into it, but yeah. that I think it's the crowd's fault too. I'm going to keep blaming the crowd, man, because they weren't into it at the beginning either. And I, to be fair, they 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 had to deal with that tag gauntlet, and that probably just fucking drained. Them. Yeah, I think I think the tag the tag gauntlet killed the crowd, but we'll get yeah. to that as well. Um, I think the crowd was also 50-50 split. I think the the match did a good job because it turned a little <laughs> bit of that crowd too. My favorite part was Moose sucks. Yeah, it, it Moose sucks. Turned the crowd uh, during this. So I, I like to see that. Not the full crowd, but a good portion of the crowd. It was it was Alexander Moose. Alexander walking Moose. Walking weapon. A wall. Well, whatever. Same thing. Walking weapon nope. Moose, and then just doing that over and over ago, and then it became walking weapon Moose sucks. Walking weapon moose sucks, and then it became walking weapon moose sucks, and then it's just it got louder, and it was like, oh great, they're turning the crowd pretty much as the match got better, which is perfect to me. That's a successful match, you know. Um, mm. We finally, of course, Impact World Champion match Moose versus Josh Alexander, with Josh Alexander defeating Moose, becoming the new Impact World Champion um, after a C four spike to get the moose. win. Very emotional win. Um, we've talked about impact is this promotion for us where it's things happen where we like it. A lot of things happen where we don't like it. We really loved how they the build up to Josh Alexander winning the world title. And then we really hated Moose immediately coming out to winning it. Um, but here uh, with Josh Alexander now officially beating Moose, overcoming Moose and putting it all behind him. Now that we can finally move forward in this Josh Alexander title reign. How do you feel about this match? How do you feel about the title reign moving forward? Um, okay. Match thought the match delivered um, to probably the best it could be. Uh, you know, it got better as it got more emotional. I think, I think that's really the way to look at it is Josh Alexander is very good. He is a very good professional wrestler. Mm -hmm. um and he is you know we i i will give the devil its due impact actually had two impact wrestlers in their main event that is a credit i will give them they had two 
longtime Impact wrestlers in their main event. Um, the match felt important. It felt very important because Josh Alexander is the guy that everyone wanted to see win. They they had a story of, listen, this is your time. I don't think you need to do all the, like, you know, I don't think you had to have Moose spear his wife. I didn't think you had to do that. Um, because the story told itself, if he got screwed out of his shot where his kids and wife, where his kid and wife were in the ring mm-hmm. and watched him lose, like that was enough yeah. to make this have the heat that it did. Um, and as the match went on, you know, you start off a little odd because, you know, Alexander's kind of dominating early on. And you're like, well, this is weird. This isn't this isn't how this is supposed to go. And then they worked it back of Moose really having the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I I loved the match got became fantastic when Alexander rips off his headpiece. Yeah. And it's just like it, it was so physical from there on out. And the the emotion that I actually had, like I you know, I didn't fucking cry, I didn't care that much. But the emotion I had of just seeing Alexander finally have his moment. Yep. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna say it, impact is in great hands right here. Yeah. Like impact's in great hands. This is this is a guy you build around for a reign as long as at least 200 days, at least. Mm-hmm. You build your company around him. He's your guy. He picked you over AEW because he wanted to be the world champion. Yeah. So you, you, you go with him, you trust him. You now, now you have to build up your roster. You got to do that. That's my, that's my number one problem with impact is that they have a roster with really good wrestlers, Mm -hmm. but they often pick the outside people. You have that. You start building them up. You have Alexander as your guy now. It's great. Moose isn't going to go anywhere. But I will give Moose credit as well. I thought he worked really well in this match. Uh, Very good heel work. Mm -hmm. And overall, um, I think it all delivered. I agree. Uh, I think that uh, Moose, you know, as many many people have different feelings about Moose, Moose has gotten a lot better in the ring. You You can't deny that fact that he is, you know, light years ahead of what he was. Josh Alexander is also fantastic, so he's also bringing up Moose to make him even better. Um, great match, good heel work for Moose. I would have liked because they. Inc- I I don't. I agree that I'm. I, I didn't really care too much about like the uh, spear to. I believe her name is Jade uh, on that Destiny show, but yeah. because that's included, I wish that she had some sort of comeuppance uh, during the match, like something happening on the outside he's getting in her face and like she like slaps him and that causes right. josh alexander to get the uh the uh, momentum back in his favor you know that sort yeah. of thing uh something like that i was like if we're gonna do that i think include include the wife make it more emotional they needed I, to what your point is also is that uh the match got better when the emotion became more apparent if that yeah. was more if that they were able to do that a little bit more up top then the whole match would have gotten better mm. because of it. If they were able to get more in her, his wife face or, or do more things to bring out the emotion yeah. of the, the moment earlier then it would have yeah. been, I think would have been a, a really great match. Um, but otherwise I think still, this is a really good match. Uh, definitely go out and see it. I think Josh Alexander, yeah. very excited about the rain moving forward. 
They have, like you said, a roster of people that they can challenge if you got Eddie Edwards, you got W. Morrissey, you got honestly, Zach Ryder, um, you know, Matt Cardona. You obviously have a, a couple people in there, but they need to bring people up. Um, they need to enhance their stars. They need to do these things. And that's always, always for as long as impact has been around, uh, been an issue. Uh, but we'll see. I think Josh Alexander is fantastic. I hope this is a long title reign. I imagine it will be. Uh, so let's see where we go with Josh Alexander. Yeah. It's, it, it's time to ride. It's time to ride him. And it's time to ride your roster. Mm-hmm. You have, like I said, you have good matches. You have guys that we're going to talk about through this show that I'm really interested to see if they challenge Alexander and what they can do because mm-hmm. we're fans of, I think you and me are fans of a decent amount of this roster. There's a reason we're talking about this show. Yeah. Like we wouldn't talk about the show if we were totally checked out of it. They got they got the they got the makings. Just make it work. I've I've been personally told to no longer talk about NWA. <laughs> because because we're completely checked out on it. I don't watch it anymore. I don't watch NWA anymore, by the way. I never watched it. I know you didn't. I what? told you to not watch it last a few last week. Why well, I, yeah, I gotta watch the Crockett Cup. I was like, don't. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> I finished it. There's a couple yeah. there's a couple good matches in there. Um, the right team one. Yes, that's true. But yeah, no, but the, but we were talking about to prove to say that to go to your point. We stopped watching about, talking about NWA because NWA got super boring and there has a roster full of people that are not, nothing, nothing burgers. Here, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of people we like, a lot of yeah. people up and down the car that we enjoy. It's just sometimes the booking gets in the way. Sometimes mm-hmm. the crowds are just not as good. And, you know, I don't know what to do They're to change lucky. it. There are some By things that are good and well booked. There are some things that are are just done poorly. I don't know. Impact has always been in that like middle situation, and now you know they're sitting at fourth, fighting fighting for fourth in the country. So with with yeah. like GCW and fighting for fourth in the country with like they're probably under GCW, and that's and that's my uh, goes to the point as well is that they might be under fifth. fourth. I mean, they just sold out. Uh, this show with Poughkeepsie. like Poughkeepsie with like um, 500 plus people. Yeah. You know, that's those supposedly are, the final number was around 800. Yeah. That's a pretty good lineup. That's yeah. a pretty good lineup. Um, but I think they have the roster that they should, they can do more. Like they, yeah. if they built their roster correctly and built, you know, around their guys for a long period of time, I feel like they can touch a thousand with the involvement of a new Japan on these shows. I mean, you have Jay White on the show. Jay White's the most popular guy on your show, mm-hmm. and he kicked off the pay per view in a random ass match. Like they don't get it. Like I, I know I'm, I'm stressing that you need to focus on your own guys. Yes. You do, but I mean, if you have Jay White on your show, put him in a more prominent match. You don't have to have a main event. Just put him in a bigger match. Then, I mean, it was a good match. But still, I love, come on. I love the idea of X Division Champion Jay White. Imagine how be there's something about that. I love amazing. the uh, X Division. My favorite part. I'll, I will talk about the X Division after. Let's talk tag team gauntlet. Well, well, before we get there, we had a oh, I didn't watch the women's match. the knockout I was women's so tired. I was like, oh, gotta skip it. 
Can't watch Rosemary in 2022. Versus Tasha Steele. Nice lady, I, I'm told, but I'm sorry. Tasha Steele's retained. I ran out of steam title. after that tag gauntlet. I was like, I need to fucking get to the main event. Well, so did the crowd. Uh, they <laughs> had this match was pretty good. I thought this was pretty good, Rosemary. It wasn't awful, Rosemary, in my opinion. Um, it's just. It's not Rosemary's fault that she's awful, by the way. No. Um, you know, she got. She got injured that time. and she, Yeah, she was pretty good before then, and then she got injured. She was. Has not been the same. No. Uh, plus, they were in the spot, as we kind of alluded to, that uh, the crowd was dead yeah. after the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. It was super long. Um, so they were working in a position. Good. <laughs> it wasn't good. They were working in a position that they had to win the crowd back. I have never seen Tasha Steeles do a better suicide dive through the ropes to a crowd that was completely on their hands. They were just like, she, she did it. And then there were, she was super quiet or they were super quiet. And then she was like, yeah. And then the crowd was like, Jesus Christ, Tucker. Oh my God. What are you doing, bud? What are you doing? Tucker? That's how much he, this, see, this is, this is how the impact crowd reacted. They were distracted. Oh, oh look, a cat. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I can't talk about the match because I just saw Tasha. What the fuck? He just bit me. <laughs> oh my god, we got we got war going on on the other end between Ryan and the cat. Jesus Christ, this cat! He just bit me. He ne- he's never done that before. Uh, he wanted his time to shine on air. He's never done that before. Oh man, if I had the spray bottle, I'd be spraying his ass. But you don't. Anyways, let's move on to the tag team gauntlet. <laughs> I'm, I'm bleeding, <laughs> bleeding because of this. Okay, you hand, you got to talk for a little bit. I got to handle with this cat. All right, tag team gauntlet. I'm so happy Ryan left this with me. Really appreciate it. Um, where the the complaints I have of this is one, it was really long, really long. Two. The big surprise that they had after the first two was Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice. That was bad. That was bad. I don't know. I don't know the impact love for either of these two, but Zicky Dice ain't very good. Johnny Swinger, I mean, come on. Come on. We're not we're not gonna act like Johnny Swinger is good in 2022. Um, you had Carl Anderson and Doc Gals pretty much running this stuff um, and not doing it very well at all. Um, in the end, you had Eric Young and Joe Doring being the last guys winning the just retaining the titles. When you do these matches, you do them for a new champion. It was bad. It was bad. The final two teams were Eric Young, Joe Doring versus Rhino. And heat. Who the fuck cares about these two teams? I don't. I sure don't. The most interesting teams in this for me were one, the first team, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. That was one of the most interesting teams. Then you've got Jordan Grace and W. Morrissey, which I was really amped for. Guess what? They were the first fucking team eliminated. It was it was so stupid. They had this great move where Jordan Grace has uh I don't know who was up for the uh 
power bomb, but fucking W Morrissey hits a big boot and it's great. And then they get eliminated. They just get eliminated on a roll up. And I'm like, oh my God, come on, Impact. Like the most interesting team you put together for this match is the first team eliminated. Uh, the best part was probably Morrissey just humming Chelsea Green through a fucking table. I mean, that was absurd, but everyone loved it. That was the loudest I think the crowd was all night besides no, Josh totally Alexander. Uh, Ryan's back. Totally um, agree. I thought, okay, so there was this point where I thought Chelsea Green might have had a malfunction of sorts. They're the table bump. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, like, Morrissey had to, like, save it yeah. somehow while not looking. I was like, what is happening <laughs> it, like, it looked very awkward. <laughs> it looked very awkward. I was like, time out. What is happening? What is happening? But that, that, that's besides the point. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You didn't hear me talk about how Eric Young, and Joe Doring versus Rhino and Heat might be the most fucking just terrible way to end this match. All the interesting teams were gone. Let's talk about that. So they got major players come out. They uh, I was up, hyped for them. Beat they, I was hyped for them. I was hyped for the beginning of this match. Grayson you know? Morrissey was great. I I gotta say it. I gotta say it because this is part of the whole thing we were doing here. I like. W Morrissey. I think he's great. I do too. I think he's I, great. I think he's really good. I I yeah. he's gotten way better. I please I'm shocked. I'm shocked WWE hasn't tried to give him a call. Like he has rebuilt himself to exactly what they wanted. Yeah. I agree. He can um, walk in and challenge Roman Reigns. I'd be like, yeah, I get it. Great, great balls of fire. Big ass. <laughs> Um, uh, two packs. Uh, uh, then major players lose to the good brothers. Um, when the good brothers come out, we get major players out of here. Major players here are like low, low level tag team and impact. Little do they know that Mark Cardona is the, the indie champion. Mm-hmm. He's the, he's the indie champion is the NWA champion. Well, there you go. Um, good Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice come out next, and they get immediately lost. I, I whatever. Sh- I sh- I shat on them big time. I was like, that was maybe the worst surprise ever. You know, people like Zicky Dice and yeah. think he's good. He's not. Also- I've never seen a guy more like oh. Okay. It, I agree. In his defense, he's in the jobber role on the on Impact. Well, he's nailing it. Because that's what he is. Uh, then we get Good Brothers versus Rich, Rich Swan and Willie Mack. We pick up was, the pace a little bit. Yeah. All right, yeah. here we go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I like Willie Mack and Rich Swan. I do always too. will. I do too. Uh, then they lost um, to the Good Brothers. <laughs> Obviously. Matt then Taven and uh, Mike Bennett, right? OGK come out. I don't know more. They should have won. Well, they did. So- they beat the Good Brothers. Yeah, in like the most ridiculous way possible. Yes, it's basically the Honor No More comes out. It's not M O G K. It's Kenny King and Vincent and Maria, Kenny and they're K- like N G King. Thank you. And they're like, oh, what's happening? And then O G K come out from nowhere. Uh, they get like this the springboard crossbody pin thing where like Maria holds down hold downs Carl Anderson's boot so he can't kick out. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's just kind of BS. Gotta, and it's like immediately, it's like immediately, Good Brothers are gone, and just the like that. funniest thing about Impact right now 
is that they're booking an angle where it's honor no more against Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Both factions are t- like in kayfabe, aren't part of Impact. Yet that is the angle they've gone with. Instead of Honor No More continuing to feud with Impact, mm-hmm. they're like, nah, they're part of the roster now, so it's fine. It's like when Retribution got drafted in the uh, WWE draft, despite being like these fucking chaos rising non-roster members. Yeah, it's like the exact same energy. Yeah, and it just—it's whatever. I don't really care enough, but I just found that funny. Oh yeah, it, it's one hundred percent just like you know. It, I believe they described it as turf warfare between Bullet uh, Club and Honor No More. Uh, I'll show you some turf. It's on the grass. <laughs> Ba-dum-tsh. Ba-dum-tsh. Uh, then Ba-dum-tsh. uh then uh honor no more face off against heath and rhino this match was fine this part of the match was fine aggressively fine uh heath and rhino <laughs> get the win and then uh violent by design now this is a story that's been happening for a year now year and a half now uh of rhino and heath versus violent by design They've been doing this story for a very long time. So this is the eventual payoff. And boy, howdy, this match at this point has been going on for like 30 minutes, it feels like. Crowd is completely dead. No one is interested. They're not the more, despite having a long-term story, the crowd, who is probably not an impact crowd typically, based on those TV taping sales, um... (laughs) <laughs> are not uh, necessarily interested in seeing this story finalize. Uh, so the crowd's dead. Nothing they do really works. Uh, and ultimately, it's Doring and Young that get the win. So this whole story is seemingly over for the time being. And Violent by Design can move forward with the tag titles and face off against other teams like OGK, like Doc Gallison Anderson, like uh, the major players, the major players. So we'll. I like Jordan Grace and W. Morris. Yeah, I want them. Let's let's keep them going. I'm very sad that they lasted fucking five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I want to see more of them. Yeah, I, I got amped when Morrissey walked out. I was like, oh hell yeah, I could get behind this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. No, instead they're gonna bring Enzo in. Well, he's an MLW, so you're fine. That doesn't mean anything. There's no real contracts in MLW. It, well, they signed something that says they can't be in GCW. I would like to ask Jacob Fatu why. <laughs> pay, pay? Why did you? Why did you sign with them? No way! No way! The pay's that good in MLW. No way! He could. He could be a Samoan monster somewhere. Instead. He's on MLW. Jonah versus Tomohiro Ishii. <laughs> Big dog fight here. Um, Total no sell of my problems. <laughs> I think I think it's funny to not acknowledge it. <laughs> just just keep just go into the next bit. Just like we don't acknowledge MLW. <laughs> All right, continue. Top dog, Stone Pitbull, one on one. A big hard hitting fight. Not as good to me as Ishii's last Impact match. Uh, very similar to me as his, I believe it was the Lone Star shootout match of Ishii. You know, it, to me, it was your your classic American Ishii match where it's just like, you know, nowadays where it's just like, you know, he does the spots and everything's cool and it's big, 
hard hitting stuff, but it's just like, nah, nothing's really clicking for me. And it was, you know, it was, it was good. But it I liked good. it better than Ishii versus Adam Cole. That is the nicest thing I could say about it. That's pretty good. I mean, uh, I also heard that that wasn't that good. I didn't really love it, so uh, I've not, not seen it yet. But hmm. um, it it took a while for me to get invested into it, and then I think the final stretch is where it really got good mm-hmm. um, for me. Uh, you know, because they they were actually like making things feel like they hurt. Um, I thought, I thought Jonah was kind of a little light on his strikes early on. Yeah. Um, which kind of hurt the match. Um, it was good. It was good. I'm not gonna say it was bad. It's just, yeah, it was nothing, nothing to go out of your way and see. I don't think. Yeah. No, I, I, some people thought this was going to be the best match of the night. I thought it was probably tied for third. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. And also, they had a tough spot to follow up on because they followed up the X Division Championship match, Triple Threat, Trey Miguel versus Mike Bailey versus Ace Austin. Boy, what the fuck is wrong with this company? They were putting this on the pre-show. Originally, yeah, this is originally on the pre-show. They were going to do potentially a title change. They love putting their best match before their actual pay-per-view or the very first match. They love it. This time they got they accidentally got it right. This match is great. The X division divi- division. The X division <laughs> division. The X division. Period. End has, of story. Has been the best division for months now. Yeah, I um, I I accepted yesterday after watching this. I was like, you know, the X division, the current X division, one of my favorite things in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Legitimately. And th- this is one of the things we're talking about when we say that there are things impact we like about impact. Yeah. And it, it almost always includes Mike Bailey and Ace Austin for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love Ace Austin. I think this dude is so good. Um, I think I think we everyone talks about speedball, so I don't have to really give him the credit. I think he gets plenty as he should. Um, I think Ace Austin's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's he's a guy you build up to beat Josh Alexander personally and we should you had him we should say that ace austin was also the winner of this match meaning yes. he's the new x division champion well i was hoping ace austin lost so he could move up to the main event but but he could still move the, up to the main event this way right. with alexander probably holding the title for you know hopefully at least half a year i think it's okay to give austin this uh this title um because one i feel like he's been a guy that's been destined for a world championship and impact mm-hmm. and he just hasn't gotten it this is when this is when you do the build you build him up he's a great heel he gives you great matches he's one of the most legitimately and i think people don't set people use the term underrated very differently like if you're voting underrated in the observer awards it's who was you know underutilized in their company but what i'm using underrated here is they don't get talked about nearly enough. And I think Ace Austin is high on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this match was great. And I want to give credit to Trey, too. I mean, Trey was a great champion. Trey was a great champion. He had great matches. Great um, multi-mans I'm, for months. Yeah. Devastated. Devastated the X Division is missing something. 
but it's okay. He's uh, I did see he's getting a match with Brody King mm-hmm. on New Japan Strong. If you're at Jake something to New Japan Strong, that's a win. That's a win. So that's okay. Uh, but this was great. New match of the night for me by far. I also noticed that there was no Sawyer Fulton, so I guess his contract also got up. You mean Madman Fulton? Whatever. <laughs> what a <laughs> Sawyer. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I'm very excited about this. Mike Bailey is fantastic glue of the sex division. Trey Miguel has so been Trey Miguel has done great work in the multi these multi man matches for a very long time for that as. Great title reign, great matches. Yes, were they all multi-mans? Did that help? Probably. But it was still really good to watch. Ace Austin, you can just continue doing the multi-man stuff. Ace Austin was great in all of those things. I'm very excited about more Ace Austin, too. Mike Bailey is my number 15 wrestler of the year right now. Really? That is super impressive Mm -hmm. seeing that I very much only watch his impact pay-per-views, but this dude's just, you know, he's on a, he's on a different level right now. That WrestleMania collective weekend helped him out. He he helped his cause a lot with that, Um, but he's just been great. I mean, one of my favorite matches he's had this year was on a show that probably, you know, three people listening to this might've seen which was against Alec Price from Blitzkrieg yeah. Pro. Like, that match was great. Um, he's just – he he's another guy, like I said, with Swerve. He doesn't care about the crowd size. He's going to give you everything he's got. Yeah. He can give you everything he's got. He's going to give you a great match. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I've heard things like his match with Bandito from uh, PWG's Battle of Los Angeles tournament mm-hmm. was one of the best matches of the year. And none of us have fucking seen it yet. So he's only going to go higher. He's only going to go higher once we actually get to see that tournament in uh, 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 July, maybe. I think that's when we finally get to see it. So, yeah, like that's that's my main point about him. But shout out Ace Austin. Love the dude. He's great. Um, good win for him. Mike Bailey currently sitting at number 17 for me. For the, uh, rest there we of go. The see, that, that, that tells you, though, like top 20. He's uh, and most of it's not because of impact. Where the fuck is Masha Slamovich, by the way? They signed her, and I've never seen her on a pay-per-view. She's only been on TV and doing squash matches. That's all she's been doing. So she better be getting set up to win the damn belt. I don't, uh, See, this is, this is my problem with impact. You got all this talent, but you use the same four people that no one cares about anymore. No offense to Rosemary. Or Jessica Havoc, but that is exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Who's your That'll top? Probably who's, be the, who's your top ten wrestlers of the year so far? Oh, you want me to go through it? <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna take a detour. Why not? Who cares? Why not? I don't care. Uh, okay, number ten. Number ten. Oh. Scotty Edwards, top ten wrestlers of the year, coming in live um, and ring post on PR Radio. To start off, we have one. Wait. Nope. Number we go, 10. You got to start at number 10. You got to start at number 10. No, I know, but I want to tell you how many promotions that I got represented in the top 10. Well, I'll do the same. I have four. I have four promotions represented. In the I top have 10. one, two, three, four. <laughs> same Beautiful. thing. All right. Number uh, 10. Shuri. Shuri is number 10. Which number, n- oh, that's not too bad. That's pretty good. It's debatably low seeing she was my number one last year. She's 12 um, for me. 
Okay. I got uh, number nine. Wait, who's your Who's your number ten? Number ten, Goshiyazaki. Okay. Uh, number ten, I have my uh, no number nine. Number nine, Mayu, Mayu Yutani. All right, I got Zach Saber Jr. He's good at wrestling. Um, <laughs> number he eight, my, he's my twelve. He's my eleven, actually. Zach Ooh, right outside. Number uh, eight, number eight, Go Shiozaki. Uh, very good. I have Saya Kamatani. Hey, hey now. No, um, number, number seven, Cash Wheeler. I have Julia. Number seven. Fuck yeah, love to hear that. Number um, six. I mean, this gives it away. It's Dax. <laughs> They're, you know, kind of right next to each other. I have um, I have Will Ospreay, number six. He's pretty good. I, I need um, to see more. He, apparently, he had a fantastic match at Warrior Wrestling last night. Yeah, with Blake Christian. I got, we got to watch um, that. He's, yeah, he's high on my list. Number five. Um, Shingo Takagi. Ooh, I have Adam Page. Hanger. Hangman Adam Page, to be exact. Where is he on mine? Wow, he is... Not as high as I thought he was. Where is he? Is he not in the top five? No. Really? He's not even the top he's, ten. He's number twenty-five. Whoa! Why are you so low? I don't know. I'm 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 as shocked as you are. <laughs> <laughs> you got check the check check the math there. Well, the math the math the math doesn't lie. The numbers don't lie. I guess. Uh, number we said number five. Number four. To be fair, the Briscoes are higher than him because they have a five star rating. Hmm. I see. So, uh, number four, um, Julia. Good. I got Shingo. I got Shingo in there. He's good. Uh, number three, Saya Kamatani. Number three, Cash Wheeler. <laughs> uh, number two, Will Ospreay. Number two, Dex Harwood. <laughs> and number one, Kazuchika Okada. Number one, Kazuchika Okada. Uh, yeah, a lot of similarities, just a, similar. a little different, except for. We have a hangman page with the fucking okay. boonies, apparently. <laughs> that makes me question a little bit. Because he, he's had what Matt? He's had the Danielson match. Yeah, I like that. Lance match. I like that. The Adam Cole match. Um I like both, both of them. I didn't like I didn't I, I didn't like the second one enough, I guess. Mm, but 25 is a big drop. I mean, who no, it sure is. <laughs> 25, I have Trent Beretta, <laughs> which I think is astronomically higher than I would have expected. He is, Hangman Page is underneath Swerve on my list. Swerve has had, Hangman's only had seven matches, so give me a break. True. I have Swerve and Mike Bailey at 18 and 17. Good, as they should be. Anyways. Um, I want to give, wait, wait a second. Yeah. I want to give you the most hi- the highest odd promotion. The highest odd promotion? What does that mean? Um, like, indie, like indie our, promotion? Our, my, my idea already has been defeated. Who's your indie wrestler of the year? In, in uh, America? Sure, I guess. Oh, are you talking about like because you have like your Joshi indie well, stuff? Well, yeah, there's plenty of them. Sure. Um, Not necessarily America, just in the world, I guess. I will give you my American... American indie star of the year. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh God! Oh God! Everyone's signed to a company. That's the problem. Technically, yeah. Technically, my indie wrestler star, indie American indie star of the year so far, are the Briscoes. <laughs> yeah, me too. That because uh, like it would be Mike. Oh, I guess they're not signed to Ring of Honor anymore. I have to change this, huh? Yeah. 
the other the other one would be Michael Oku. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember him. He's my indie wrestler of the year right now. Um, I guess Mike Bailey doesn't count. Uh, give me one second. Get an update. Give me one second. My number one oh. NXT guy is Braun Breaker. My number one WWE guy is Seth Rollins. Bandito is mine. Bandito. I don't think he's signed. Him and Michael Oku are neck and neck. That's good. That's good. Um, what what were we talking about? What we're, we're talking we're, about. We're, we're talking Your number about number one NXT guy. My number one NXT guy is Braun Breaker. Jesus, fuck! I don't know if I even have one. My number one WWE <laughs> guy is Seth Rollins. Mine is too. Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa are tied for me. Well, I guess Ciampa is not NXT anymore, so Braun Breaker is yes. Seth Rollins is my highest WWE guy at 35. Seth Rollins is at 39. Oh. 39. Oh. 30, 35 is Oku, Nakajima, and Eddie Kingston. Nice group. <laughs> nice group right That's Pretty good faction. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, Triple A, Reina Duranas champion and re- championship match, Deanna Perrazzo versus Taya Valkyrie. Ta- Va- Taya Valkyrie wins, and he's your new Triple A, Reina Duranas champion. Nicest thing I can say is that it got better towards the end. Yeah. Like, I thought it was really slow early on, mm-hmm. um, and I thought they started to click a little bit better. Um, I mean, it was very predictable. I want to say that the best women's match from Impact this year includes a WWE side talent. <laughs> and that is Deanna Perrazzo versus Roxy from when uh, she won the Ring of Honor women's title. Yep. Um, yeah, that's that's that. Fun, pretty good match, I think. He was totally, totally good, totally okay. Um, Best women's match I saw on the show because it's the only one I saw. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm glad that Ty Valkyrie has a title. I think she always does. <laughs> I think she's in Impact now. I guess I don't know. Um, she's definitely in AAA. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but now I'm more interested because now that means Diana is free to do Ring of Honor stuff. That's that's what I'm more interested in. You know, it'd be cool if we knew when Ring of Honor stuff was happening. Great point. Great point. Do you think they're going to try? When is her contract up, Deanna, Deanna Perez's contract? I think she signed a long-term deal last year. Mm. I'll, I'll check Fightful. Yeah, she should. I'll check Fightful to see if I can find She's it. She's legitimately like their... Um, She's their women's ace. Yeah, I mean, if I'm if I'm fight, if I'm a uh, impact, I'm not letting her go. <laughs> I'm gonna try yeah, yep. to do everything in my back. My, my it's her and Alexander. I mean, yeah. it's a good it's a good one two punch. I think Deanna's very good. I mean, I just think she doesn't have the opponents to get great matches often, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's her fault. I mean, people will say, "Oh, well, she should raise them up to their level." I don't think that's what she does. I think, you know, she needs another great opponent, but I think she is a good wrestler. Um, she has a good presence about her, which works. So yeah. that's just me. I totally agree. Um, wrestling contract dates. Here we go. What do you got? Um, what do you got for me, Fightful? Let's look at, ooh, Candice LeRae, spring 2022. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I think that got extended, actually. Um, uh, bu- 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 who's Ezekiel? 
Who's in this? Who's, oh, is he? Oh, because it's Elias. Um, let's see. <laughs> it's actually not Elias. <laughs> my my apologies. Uh, Impact Wrestling. Uh, Sue Young minimum through May 2022. Um, okay, Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows, and Eric Young are all up in July. That's interesting. Crazy Steve, Diana Perrazzo through 2022. Let's see what the link of the article is. She signed a long-term contract of October 21, 2020. Um, it was it was a two-year deal, so she is not up till uh, October 2022. Oh, how about that? So we got we got she's got time to be in here. Uh, then your opener, Jay White, Steve Macklin, Chris Saban. Pretty good match. And Pretty a surprising win. And a surprising win. Steve Macklin yeah. pinning Chris Saban to get the win. After yeah, a yeah. cradle mm-hmm. shock by Saban on White, Macklin gets mm-hmm. a sneaky pin to get the win. Yeah. yeah, it was a good match. Good match. I like Steve Macklin. I think he's really turned himself into a serious player for impact, honestly. Uh, Chris Saban's great. And Jay White's great. So there you go. Worked out. Good, good opener. Good. This is how you do an opener, by the way. You don't have it be the best match of your show, but still very entertaining. Uh, very high energy mm-hmm. and has good wrestlers. In it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if we're going to talk about the pre-show. I did watch Eddie Edwards versus Chris Bay. I thought that was pretty good as well. I thought that was good. Uh, the influence. I did not watch that. <laughs> I was like, oh, fine. <laughs> no, totally fine. No. Oh, no. Remember Cassius Ono? <laughs> is he related to Ezekiel? Where is he? Where's, where is he? <laughs> I don't think so. What if Ono comes back as, I don't know, Jebediah? Remember Chris Hero? Who? What else is he doing? Seminars? Stardom! Cinderella Tournament Finals. We've been going for nearly two hours now. but we're Well, almost... AAA is literally like one match, brother. It's, it's a whole card, <laughs> brother. What are you talking about? Okay, there's one match I care about, brother. I don't even know if it's going to happen. <laughs> Uh, three-way battle. We're just going to quickly go through the stardom card because the more interesting stuff is the Cinderella Do tournament itself. not but. talk about the opening match. <laughs> three-way match. Ami Sora. Uh, is it Ami? Ami Saray. Sir Ami Saray. That's what I thought. My Sakurai, Wakasugiyama. Yeah, strap in, folks. Uh, future of stardom title match. Hanan versus Hina. Hanan. Um, Cinder- two mm. and then we got your two Cinderella tournament matches, the two semifinals. So you got Mirai yeah. versus Nat- Natsupoi. Very interesting story about Natsupoi. Apparently, <laughs> apparently she wasn't going to win. Unagi Sayaka was planned to win. We're fucking poid, bitch. And then Get poid, bitch. And then uh, Bushiroad stepped in and said, "No, we would like Natsupoi to win." Do you have any take on yeah, that? Very why, weird. Why? I do. It's also stardom, so it's, it's very rare for stardom news, like stuff yeah. like that, to come out. So it's very yeah. interesting. Bushi Road doesn't really stick their nose in much. No, uh, they kind of just let it be because they're succeeding. Um, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Um, I, I mean, not so a better wrestler. That that's one start. Sure, um, I could see. I don't think Bushiro's thinking, oh, you know what? We want to save Mirai versus Unagi for a bigger match. But that could be the thought process there. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's definitely weird. Uh, but you're guaranteed now, I think, two really 
solid matches and then ultimately a really good final. Yeah. Uh, no matter who makes it. So, so Mariah versus Natsu Poi. Uh, uh, I, I think, think Mariah is winning. I think Mariah is also going to win. Uh, the the Bushi Road story makes it feel like maybe Natsu Poi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, if they, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think Natsu Poi is very marketable. Yeah, I think that's um, part. Unagi is too, so that's why I'm very confused. Yeah. Like Unagi's very marketable. She's older, technically, but maybe I don't think it. that matters. Maybe, but could maybe it does? I don't know, man. I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. The match that they decided to stick their nose into was this one? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, if they demanded Julia beat Kogam, I would have been like, okay, that makes sense, I guess. But no, this, this, they, they, they said Natsupoi has to beat Unagi's ass, mm-hmm. and she did. Very interesting match. And then, of course, the other interesting match, you have the former tag team champions exploding, Kagama versus Suzuki. They have a tag team title match the week after. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see uh, after this show, won't we? Suzuki's <laughs> uh, winning. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. not even a question. Kagawa did beat Julia, though. Nah, Hazuki's winning. She did. She did. By top rope elimination. That's true. Uh, gauntlet match. Julia, Micah, and Tekla versus Tanakana, oh, Miyashirakawa, <laughs> and Unagi Saika versus Utami Hayashishida, Saya Kamatani, and LUC versus Momo Watanabe, Starlight Kid, and Ruwaka versus Mayu Iwatani, Saya Ida, and Momo Kogo versus Saki Yashima Arena, and Fukugan Death. Shout out Excalibur on that one. Good job, Ryan. Uh, this match is has so many of their stars in it. It's very funny. It's the cl- this is the classic start a match where we have all the other show all the other matches picked out, and we need to get everyone else on the show. This is there's a lot of important people that had to get on the show. Mm-hmm. A lot. Tekla. Uh, this will probably take like thirty fucking minutes. They had to get Tekla on the show. Do you think it'll be better or worse than the Impact Tag Team Title Gauntlet? It'll match? be better. No matter what, it'll be better. Julia, Tekla, and Micah will definitely win. They're by far the strongest trio. This isn't for the titles either. So this is probably... It's just a match. Pro- I was going to say just a match, but maybe nope. indirectly a number one contenders match. No. Nope. Really? Because Micah holds the titles. No. <laughs> if, if, well, if, if they lose. If they lose, then maybe yeah. you can argue maybe it's an perhaps. indirect... Perhaps. Perhaps. Perhaps, but I don't think they're going to lose. So, Otami and Saya Kamatani and Lady C win. Be fun. They already challenged for the titles. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Oh, then we do Mayu, Saya, and Momo. You can do that one. Let's get Saya in there. I'm a big Saya fan. Well, they already have a way to tie challenging. It's our Momo, Starlight Kid, and Saki already challenged. Mm-hmm. High speed title match. Azume defending her title against May Sagura. Saruga. Oh yeah, this should this should be cool. I'm excited to see uh Azumi could do pretty much can not wrestle a great match with anybody. I, I, I decided this week if I was to show a non-wrestling fan a match mm-hmm. currently, I'd probably just pick a high speed match by Azumi. Cause like if you watch them, I don't know how you can think anything, but holy shit, that was cool. Yeah. Um and then this should be a lot of fun. I'm interested to see what May does in the big spot. Yeah, I'm I'm more interested uh seeing May Saruga here. I'm very intrigued to yeah. see what that lo- will look like. Um mm. well, I guess we'll find out. I don't think she's winning, obviously, but no. I'm very intrigued to see what May Saruga can do in this spot. Cuz if she does great, then maybe we'll see more May in Stardom. Mm. May is good. I uh, really enjoy May. 
tournament final, we're thinking Hazuki versus Mirai. Yeah. I'm going, that, I'm going, I'm going Hazook. I think Hazuki's winning, but honestly, I will not, I will not doubt the soul warrior herself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mariah's great. I'm, I'm a very big Mariah fan. If you follow me on Twitter, you kind of get the idea, yep. but I definitely think it's better for her growth if she loses. Now, what if it is Hazuki versus Natsupoi? I still think Hazuki wins. Bushiro stepping in. We're getting poi all the way, baby. <laughs> uh, World of Stardom title match, Shuri versus Himika. Little, well, Shuri's little, winning. Little, uh, little uh, news on Twitter. <laughs> A lot of people got excited about this match on Twitter. Suddenly, suddenly oh. last week. <laughs> It'll be a good match. It'll be a very good match. Make has been waiting for the... Uh, Waiting for the opportunity. Sure, he's definitely winning. And then I'm sure we'll get a big challenge of some sort afterward for the pay-per-view. I think they have a pay-per-view at the end of the month. They have a pay-per-view start off the month, mm-hmm. but uh, that is made evented by Saya and Micah. So that should, you know, that'll fucking rule too. Where's Kyrie? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> she's, uh, she's chilling. She'll probably be. I think she'll be on the next big pay per view. They're they kind of have two separate pay per views here where the tournament final sells itself, and then mm-hmm. uh, the Fukuoka one's just kind of like, well, Konami's on the show, and we got you know, Saya versus Micah, which is a big match. And uh, you know, you can do these, and it's in Fukuoka, it's not like they're trying to, it's not like they're trying to sell a big uh Tokyo spot. So mm-hmm. I'm sure she'll be back at the maybe at the end of the month. Yeah. It was I, also, I keep forgetting Kyrie's there. It's also very interesting. She just had the two matches that was like, see ya. Wasn't there that Wrestling Observer report saying that like Is what? The Wrestling Observer report saying that the um the pay-per-view buys of the best and top shows were like on par with normal stardom shows. I believe I read. Yeah, that. I thought I said I thought it said attendance. It could have also been attendance. I think it might have been attendance. Um, because one, it's a two night show. Two, I think it had to be attendance because no, I'm not saying Dave can't find the pod the uh, pay per view numbers, but I just I have doubts on that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna see if I uh have any can find it. Um, so yeah. Um, that is, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's stardom. That's this Friday. So I'm interested. Oh, apparently also Dave reported that Kyrie suffered a rough ruptured ear eardrum. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also probably the reason why she's not here. Yeah. They were probably, okay. You know what? Take a chill. I mean, she's not going to be full time, but, um, it is interesting to see what's next for her. I could see her challenge Saya after the match with Micah. That seems possible. Assuming Saya wins, that's I, I would. You know, I think that seems. Totally but they also have the Cinderella winner, who mm-hmm. could also challenge. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, that's pretty much the show. I mean, do we want to talk about AAA Triple Mania? Uh, we could probably speed through it in five minutes. So yeah, go ahead. we'll Excalibur through it. <laughs> 
Starting off, we got your tag team match. We got El Hijo de Viking. Uh, so we got a bunch of stuff. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff. This tournament, they're going to have a tournament where the the Copa Triple Mania XXX match, the, I don't know Spanish, Ruleta de la Muerte quarterfinal match. Muertes? No, it's just Muerte, M-U-E-R-T. It's basically what it is. It is a tournament where the uh, uh, it's a bunch of, mass, mass, bunch, of, bunch of masked wrestlers uh, where the loser of the match will continue on, uh, and the overall loser of the entire tournament will be losing their masks. So someone on the show is getting unmasked, and that is huge. That's huge all in and of itself. So we have uh, uh, a couple matches here. We got Ultimo Dragon. Yeah, that guy versus Pentagon Jr. We got Villano 4 versus L.A. Park. We got El Rayo del Holistico Jr., you know, big legend in Mexico, versus Blue Demon Jr. Big so legend in Mexico. We got Al Kenick. A lot of legends, huh? Versus Psycho Clown. Yeah, it definitely feels like we're getting a legend mask removal. I don't think we're getting Pentagon losing his mask. <laughs> um, uh, no. Or Psycho, Clown, so, or Psycho Clown losing a mask. Now, on the other hand... What is very interesting is that you would almost think that they would, you would maybe have like to have want to have like a like a Pentagon yeah. or Psycho Clan of the thing, but then to have a good match because it's probably be your main event, um, and add some uh, hype to it that oh Psycho Clown might lose his mask. Yeah, so there's I can see Psycho Clown being that final. Yeah. I can see I can see Pentagon winning his match. I can see Park winning his match. Blue Blue Demon I can see winning. Maybe Psycho Clown loses. I don't know. There's it's very interesting. And the fact that his losers move forward and you want to have it to still be an exciting match. Um, presumably it is AAA. Uh yeah. it makes the whole thing more interesting to me. Yeah. Um do you have any idea of who could be losing their mask? Do you know? Do you care? Uh, I have no clue. Me neither. <laughs> uh, that's the one thing about. Um, that is the one thing for me about these shows, uh, AAA shows. I never know what's going on. <laughs> I just watch. It. Like, uh, I just watch and hope to figure it out along the way. I'm super excited for it. I I've yeah, been, I've been loving it. Show. I've been loving it despite how crazy and stupid it is it's have you seen ftr versus dragon lee and drillistico i haven't i i i want to post it on youtube oh i just watched it this week it was really good i'm fucking i'm watching that today uh three-way tag team match octagon jr and sexy star no not that sexy star <laughs> you get me every time versus latigo and maravilla versus ty conti and sammy Guevara. that's touch that's so sad that's so sad. So Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti making another AAA appearance here. Uh, another. They they've this is I think they're like second time in AAA no. now. They're probably gonna win, right? Yes, they've previously won the Giro anniversary show. Giro Giro. I don't know. Uh, Giro. Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti versus Black Danger and Viva Von. Viva Von. Hold on, Viva Von. <laughs> Sammy Guevara. And Dynamico versus and Sexy Star. So they've been in AAA before. This will be their second show in AAA. I imagine they'll get the win. Yeah. Lucha, Lucha. I'm very interested about this match. Three-way tag team match again. Johnny Superstar. You remember him. And Taurus. Are you going to add like that he is 
John Morrison, or are you just going to assume people know? Uh, I just assume everyone, Johnny something. I'm just going to assume at this point that anyone knows. Johnny something. (laughs) Oh, man. Jake something and Johnny something. What's my name? You did say it. Sammy Guevara. You're supposed to say what I uh Johnny Superstar and Taurus taking on the team of Dragon Lee and Drillistico. Taking on the team of Laredo Kid and Mystery Opponent. Here comes Willie back. <laughs> the man's huge. The man's big in Mexico. I don't blame him. He is. Bring him he in. Is. Why not? Um I'm very excited about that match. I'm legit actually very intrigued to watch that match. Lucha. Lucha, baby. Six-man tag team match. Bandito, Pagano, and Taya Valkyrie, the new AAA Reina de Reina's champion, versus Andrade, El Idolo, Cybernetico. Andrade, I never win a feud. <laughs> Cybernetico and Diana Perrazzo. Very, again, I, this entire card, I'm really interested. I'm psyched about this entire card, honestly. Well, I hope you know. Yeah. Every yeah, match, every match, I'm interested in. In some, case. I just want you to know, AAA shows unfortunately don't hit every match, <laughs> so there's gonna be something in here. You're like, oh well, that sucked, but that's fine. But there is a lot of really good stuff on here, and I'm excited for it. I'm very interested. Uh, I'll watch this because it'll probably be Lucha Insanity, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely gonna watch this main event tag team match, Vikingo main event, Vikingo and Phoenix. Your best of the super juniors participant in Phoenix uh, versus the young bucks. Matt I think there's like, I think there is a 30% chance. This match does not exactly happen. We don't know if Phoenix is ready. <laughs> Let's see. Has he wrestled any matches? No, no, he has not. This would be, his, no. this would be his first match back. And he, we know he wouldn't hold up. So that's good. But you just never really know, do you? You never truly know. This, of course, is happening this Saturday, 4.30. This is very triple. Excuse me? It's happening. The show is happening this Saturday, 4.30. At 4.30? The date, 4.30. Oh, I thought you said it happening at 4.30 in the day. I was like, damn. That'd be be awesome. Oh, it's sick. Um, Um, It's happening at 9 p.m. Eastern, so it's actually the complete opposite. (laughs) And it's, it's the first of three Triple Mania shows. So it's also, you know... Like you said, is there a regular Triple Mania show? No, they're doing Triple Mania is just going to be the course of three because it's their their thirtieth anniversary. Um, Monterey, Tijuana, and Mexico City. So this one's happening in uh, this Saturday. Tijuana will be happening in June eighteenth. Uh, they don't, obviously don't have anything announced for that yet. And, and then, then the last one, one, Mexico City, is going to be uh, in uh, October fifteenth. So we have some ways so, away. So is the tournament. So is the tournament just one night matches and then it'll continue the next show? Okay. It's it's the tournament of the loser lose leaves a mat loser loses a mask mat tournament that is all yeah. tonight. You ever think about how, how much the title in AAA doesn't fucking matter? Of course, it's not even being defended here. <laughs> it's never defended. No, a no title, one cares. About no, it. no titles being defended on. They the don't show. care about any of their titles. To be fair, but to be also fair to AAA, which their insanity and in booking it happens all the time. This show is probably going to sell because of the tournament. Someone is losing. Yeah, absolutely. The mask. That, that's that, that's sell. lucha. That's lucha, that's baby. lucha. Lucha, 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 
Lucha. That's Sorry. so Lucha. It's the future Conan. All right, match of the week, Ryan. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Let's wrap it up. Uh, match of the ma- ma- match of the week. The uh, boy howdy match of the week. Whip, whip crap. Match of the week. <laughs> boy howdy. I gotta do. Uh, I gotta do some sort of. I, I gotta do yeah. some sort of audio cue. Did you ever watch the rest of Windy City Riot? I'm making my way through it. I watched uh, the rest of the stuff. I have two matches left. It's been a rough week at work. I'll admit it. Happens. Happens, unfortunately. To the best of us. I haven't watched Rampage uh, yet. I watched watched all of night one of Cinderella Torment. That's what I did at work. That's that's hilarious. (laughs) That's how behind I am. It works. Work sucks right now. So if I were going to talk about something that would be my match of the week, it would probably be um, Let's get ready to sound. <laughs> Sorry, you made, you made the sound. I couldn't not do it. It will probably be uh, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, and Wheeler Yuta versus Brock Anderson, Dante Martin, and Lee Moriarty. When's the last time your match of the week wasn't? Oh, sorry, my mistake. My mistake. It would actually be CM Punk versus Dustin Rhodes. I repeat, when was the last time your match of the week wasn't AW? Great question. Like the fuse. Like the fuse. Say the uh, My match of the week is Trent Seven and Tyler Bate versus Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter from NXT. Ook. I, I saw that you tweeted about that saying it was a really good match. Yeah. Um, Trent Seven and Tyler Bate are very good still. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see the spoilers, though, for NXT UK and what's happening. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell, man? <laughs> um, spoiler alert for all the NXT UK diehards that listen to this, so none. Um, Trent Seven's turning heel, which you actually get a glimpse of in this match, so it's actually going to be interesting storytelling. But that means we're going to get Tyler Bate versus Trent Seven once, so that would probably be really good. Can Tyler Bate win that feud and finally move to the States? Do you really want him on NXT 2.0? He's going to be fucking Ger- Gerald motherfucker. They're bringing over Ben <laughs> Carter. <laughs> like, like why is Tyler Bate still over there? That's just clearly like their way to get him over. Also, also just, is Ben Carter just coming over just kind of like what they did with A-Kid, A-Kid for like a couple of weeks? Like also where's A-Kid? What happened, what happened to the man? He's probably going to come back as the kid. The, the man l kid l kiddo um <laughs> no everyone's gonna get some shitty name i i'm already upset that tyler bait tyler bait's gonna be uh butcher's brother named fred <laughs> uh a kid did come back to the uk he was in a tv taping match so that's good yeah lash legend was also on it so like so was ivy nile the, Ivy Nile's cool. It was Lash I saw Legends. the TV taping. It was Ivy Nile versus Mako Satamora, and I was like, "All right." <laughs> Lash Legends legitimately terrible. So, like, she's maybe the worst signed wrestler, professional wrestling. <laughs> That's not I like, sugar. I like how you clarified signed. <laughs> oh yeah, she has a contract with a company. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. Uh, anything to plug? What was your match? Yeah, you already said your match will be. What anything to plug, Scotty? Uh, follow me at Scotty Wrestling on uh, Twitter. I have uh, new YouTube thingies happening on uh, Fight Game Media's uh, YouTube page. Nice Q and A up there. 
I think the big question was what was Momo Watanabe's ceiling as a heel? Um, that was one of the big questions, as well as will start and run a Tokyo Dome show prior to 2025. Um and there was probably another question. There's five questions on there, and I only happen to remember. Oh, and uh, another good one was uh, what Asians fit in the current world of startup. Mm-hmm. I think that was an interesting one as well. So go check that out um, on the YouTube page. It's also at the end of the podcast episode if you are on Fight Game Media, but that is for free. So go check out the free one if you'd like. Poo-poo. I- I'm going to plug myself at Ryan Knightsey on Twitter, but I'm also going to plug Glory Pro Wrestling. They're having a show tonight um, uh, live at the pageant. Um, uh, St. Louis got hit pretty hard. No, I don't. I'm just shouting them out. Glory St. Louis got hit pretty hard with dumb athletic commission stuff. So Glory Pro is having their show at the pageant, which is going to be very expensive for them, free tonight, live on YouTube. Uh, oh, it's free too. It's on YouTube Damn. for free. You can watch it on YouTube. Bell starts at 5 p.m. I assume St. Louis time. Let's um, see this card. Glory I got a card right in front of you. Ready? Here we go. We got um, Jake something versus Mornoro Suzuki. Fuck yeah! <laughs> we got Grindhouse, formerly Besties in the World, versus Dan the Dad and Dan Housen. We got. Uh, What's my name? Dan Housen. <laughs> We got uh, Mike Outlaw versus Davey Richards for the Glory Pro title. I don't know who that is. Uh, Davey Richards, he's a guy that used to be in the Wolves. Ah, not him! Uh, Tootie Lynn versus Allie Catch. This match match was going to be AJ Gray. This match was going to be AJ Gray versus Brody King, but they announced today that Brody King won't be able to make the show. So AJ Gray versus somebody. Um... Uh, Cody Lane, who had a really good match at Glory Pro Cemetery Gates versus Dan the Dad. I thought that was actually a really good match. Dan the Dad. Yes. Uh, uh, guy's name versus him. Dante Martin versus Kenny Alfonso, who was a guy that I thought had was fantastic in Terminus 2 during that four-way eliminator match. <laughs> Terminus. Yeah. Terminus. Uh, well, yeah, but never Is that dead? No, they're doing the Battle Pro Slam thing tonight. There's a show tonight. That's the sister promotion that just came out of nowhere. That the I got an email about it from the Eventbrite Terminus page that was like, hey, Terminus fans, go see this show tonight. I was like, oh, those tickets aren't selling then. Um, we got uh, Technical Difficulties versus the Hustle and the Muscle uh, for the tag team titles. We got uh, Camaro Jackson versus Rohit Raju. Uh, and we have uh, Laney Luck versus Matt Nix versus Effie versus Ethan Price. So we got some uh, interesting stuff here on Glory Pro Wrestling tonight, live on YouTube. Go help them out. Go help Glory Pro Wrestling pay for those stupid athletic commissions. Uh, fines and not fines, but just dumb bullshit. Um, so, yeah, definitely go check that out. That's my yeah, recommendation. Listen, you, you sold me. You sold me with the one match. I, I'm going to I'm going to have to watch it. It's all the entire show is for free, so go check it out. Go support local indie wrestling. Go something. It's Jake something. Big fan of Jake something versus Minoru Suzuki. That should be pretty good. Um, That is it for this week's episode of uh, Ring Post Radio. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Drizzly, 
of course. Shout out Drizzly. Shout out Drizzly. Get some alcohol delivered to you. Fast five. Uh, they, make, they make ring post radio nights great. Yes, they do. Well, we should we should just do a run next uh, next episode. We just do a run of, or next cycle of uh, advertising. We just do a run of nights uh, nights uh, episodes where I, I get we get stuff delivered during the show. Uh, <laughs> that'd be fun. Uh, so we appreciate Drizzly. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, we appreciate all of you for allowing us. We didn't talk about it. We have we got sponsors. So because of yeah. listeners like you that have gotten us to that point, so we really appreciate it. Keep up the great work of. You know, telling people about the show, tweeting about the show. Uh, we'll obviously talk about it with you all. Um, and we'll talk to you next week. I think that's it. Anything else to say, Scotty? No. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Hi, guys. This is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Countout Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Countout Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the show.